Coming to you live from the annals of black and white television, The Core Show with Scott Johnson, Bo Schwartz, and John Jacker. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Now, I say that, and all you audio listeners, you're like, what are you even talking about? Well, it's because we're streaming this in black and white, or at least our faces. For no good reason, for no other reason other than it just seemed like a dumb thing to do, we're doing it. And you should come watch the show live to get a taste of that every week at uh, twitch.tv slash frogpants, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Mountain Time. You should join us, okay? Uh, it is good to have people here watching us and uh, ch- hanging out in the chat room. Nice to see you all there. Thank you for that. And uh, we're back. We're talking games. We have stuff to do, things to talk about. Let's get straight to it right now. Whoops. Right now. All right. So, oh, we missed last week. Sorry about that. Uh, John, you're better now. No more death's door sort of, you know, uh, c- Corona, Arizona virus, whatever you had there. Some kind That's of... right. It's just the flu, but we can make it more special if we want. Well, why not? Uh, My yeah. favorite thing about that last night is like, Scott, you're a little tentative. You're like, we'll do it. And then John's like, I'm still sick. You're like, sweet. And then you got on social media. We're like, John's super sick. No show. And then oh, yeah. John's totally reaction was like, great. Thanks for throwing me under the bus. Totally threw John under the bus. Because yeah. so <laughs> Thursday, the truth was Thursday uh, got real dumb for me real quick. I had forgotten yeah. all about needing to help move Nick's crap out of here and all this other stuff. And so I got all in the thick of that and I was like, oh, shoot. But then when John's like, yeah, I'm not 100%. Woo! I'm going to go tell the internet. So yeah, I used John's Yeah, but you link. didn't tell the internet, hey, I forgot I need to help Nick move. You told the internet, hey, John's sick. We're not doing the show. <laughs> I know, I did. Because that seemed like a more uh, like a, an excuse that you would you could get your head around. Mine seemed like bad planning. You know what I mean? Like mine mm-hmm. seemed like poor planning on my part it would reflect nothing but negative on me so what i did there was i shifted attention to john and his illness so that others would go oh john oh and i could freely go about my poor planning i mean what would have made it better john is if you also sent a picture of your sick face to help out with scott's tweet yeah yeah i could just really make sure that i sell it next time just like yeah. Well, I am sick. I know you guys said you were going to record without me, but I am sick. Here's a picture of me coughing in case you need to use it for any tweets or anything. Right. I should have done that. Like a a, a, a gif of you sort of just doubled over. Just, yeah. just heaving it should be in a coughing. bathtub. In a, when you're sick, you go soak in a bo- bathtub. Yeah. A bathtub. A bathtub. A gamer boy bathtub. <laughs> John, you should sell your water, dude. I should. You should you sell can... your water. I hear that's a thing. What if the coronavirus is because of that gamer girl? She sent one of those jars oh. to Wuhan and has come back to bite us. Anyway, we probably shouldn't there's joke your, about that. There's your tinfoil. A lot of people have passed away. It's not well, funny, not but. Uh, way less than die of the flu every year. But still, like, I, listen, uh, if John sells it, you're going to find people like this. Here, hold on. I got a thing for you. Oh, no, I don't have it anymore. Oh, no, here it is. This is what people say about John's bathwater. I could drink a bathtub full of your water. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, I wanted to roll with it, and then it just grossed me out the more I thought about it. Well, like, anyway. There's no context where saying that is okay. No, but there is some context that says someone somewhere, and no judgment for me, but somebody somewhere wants your bathwater. They do. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And, you know, again... Live your best life. Do what you got to do, whoever that is. But uh, and if you ever get a hold of John's bathwater, more power to you. But I Look, personally, I take, I take quality baths. Do you? We'll do Epsom salts. Yeah. You know, yeah. light a candle if you need to. Sure. 
maybe put a little shampoo down there. <laughs> uh, you know, so down it where? real nice. Oh, okay. Like in the in the in the water. <laughs> you know, do what you gotta do. All Turn right, out no, smelling no. smelling real good. Yeah, you have a you do that's exactly what we should do. You you pamper yourself a little bit. We all should do a little bit more self care. And uh, John's been the the example we needed tonight. Not the one we wanted, but the one we needed. Okay? Yeah, I agree. Uh, Let's talk about video games. So um, we should probably talk a little bit about whether we think uh, Wilson, after a a week and a half or two weeks, is is a good game. Is it Wilson or Wolken? I have heard the the people who make the game pronounce it Wilson, which sounds like Wilson. And yeah. is a problem. I think it's a horrific name if that is indeed the way you're supposed to say it. But now you got me wondering if I heard it wrong or everyone else is saying it wrong because I keep hearing well, it's a French developer, right? Yes. Would you? Well, here it is, right here. Um, how is it pronounced? According to SteamCommunity.com. Let's go to a Steam thread. Okay. Um. Uh. Oh. Wilson is not a French word, I believe. Here it is. I pronounce it both ways, Wilson and Wolken. I've heard it. The devs pronounce it Wilson, which is how I heard it in the videos. But when I look it up, it says Wolken. Basically, I uh, I don't know for sure, so I say both. <laughs> no, he doesn't. That's no, it, not a good answer. No, it's not. Nobody walks around saying both. What are you playing right now, Wolken? Oh, how is it? Well, I think Wilson's pretty good. Like yeah. you, 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 No, you don't. You you pick Commit. one and you and you go with it, right? Yeah. Otherwise, you're just Princess Leia and Empire Strikes Back. Han, Han, calling him all these things. He doesn't know who he is anymore. I agree, but I do hope that it's Wolken, and that we all get corrected, and that John's correct because that's a better name than Wilson. Because Wilson, I just hear Tom Hanks yelling from a raft every time you say it. Right. It's a freaking ball. What? Wait, you guys are pro Wolken? Yes. Yeah. Oh. I'm I'm on the other side. I'll probably be calling it Wilson. It looks like Wilson to me. No, Wilson stands next to Tim Allen and gives him advice over a fence. <laughs> Are there a lot of C's that aren't the first letter of a C word that have a K sound to it? Um. Well, there's one I know of. Uh, let me think here. Uh, Wool. Scott doesn't count. Woken. Welcome, Christopher Woken. I like how you're like. I, I have an example. It's the name of the game. <laughs> Meanwhile, your name, your first name, second letter is C, and you say Scott. Yeah, but I don't say. What would it be? What would it be otherwise? It wouldn't be. Well, a C in a lot of other languages is more of a, a s- sound, like it's not a k. Oh, so it'd be like s- or d- different sounds, like Hungarian. Hungarian is a k. Is a k. Mm-mm. Yeah, but then that'd still be Scott or Scott. Yeah, I, there's just times when you, you wait. Are there ever times you pronounce C like a Wilson? No, no. Well, hold on. Christopher Walken doesn't count. Yeah, like John Christopher said. Walken, oh, my favorite I, new game. Hold on. Polkin, Pockin, Office, Office, Office. Okay, yeah. Office Circle. So the first one is Sir. The second one is a K. So that's. Oh, that's Wolken it. Could be it. Yeah, it could yes. be it. So it might be it. I think it's interchangeable because circle starts with a circle. So we'll sin. They're literally both right. <clears throat> They're both right. Okay. Well, and the devs. My like guess I said, is yeah. that Wilson or Wolken is a proper name of a character. Like if Blizzard came out and said, "It's guys, it's not Diablo. 
It's Diablo. <laughs> Diablo. We could all say Diablo all day, but we'd be wrong. It'd be Diablo. Diablo. So whatever. I mean, Deckard Cain does pronounce it differently. Like, does he? Give me the ex- hey, give me the verb. Diablo. Oh yeah, he does say Diablo sometimes. Diablo. Diablo. Yeah, he sometimes sometimes he'll say Diablo, but I've also heard him say Diablo. I've heard okay, this Ablo will settle and it. Ablo. This will settle it. Okay. Um, John. I want yeah. you to start speaking as Deckard Kane. Just say some evening. random stuff. <laughs> Channel Deckard. Become Deckard. Greetings. See? Stay a while and listen. See? Now, now Deckard, a... tell us about this game you've been playing. This ARPG, a new one. Well, that's quite a treasure you have in the game Woken. <laughs> I purchased that game through Steam and got a refund. <laughs> We'll talk more about that later. Did you really? You got a refund. I did. I oh that. man! All right. Let me tell you what I. Let me tell you why I didn't get a refund. Well, partially because I got it like back when it was a brand new early access game, like two years ago. So it doesn't really count. Um, but I just been sitting on it, waiting for it to get better and get awesome and come out and whatever. <clears throat> and I think that that game is super strong, as long as you don't play it online. Their online thing is bad and i like online things because then i can play with my friends right that's a cool thing and all that but whoo even even with all the patches they've done real rough business but i do think the moment-to-moment combat and the actual gameplay that i'm having offline has been great i like it i like it plenty so how's the a to z experience what do you mean? Like good game, but like janky UI or trappings? Like, is it a full? I mean, it's got, there are some places where it has incredible amounts of polish and there are other parts of it that just don't. And it's a, it's a, it's small stuff like, well, you mentioned UI. So there's, there's a snappiness to some of what the menus do in the game. But then when you're selling stuff to a merchant, for example, there's some kludge there. It just doesn't have the same... I don't know snappiness that you would expect from a game like this or sound confirmations that something was sold or uh, when you drag yeah, something and move it, it doesn't move the way you expect it to. Little things like that, um, they, they add up. They're, they're important. But where the game is, it's the strongest the game is, I think, is in the minute-to-minute actual combat, and I think that stuff's pretty good. Um, I'm really curious what John did not like as to uh, get him to go as far as get a return. What did you not like? So I think, I, let me be clear. Don't let the fact that I got a refund be a John hates this game and, and absolutely hated it. Oops. I did not put enough time into it to actually really say one way or another. Mm-hmm. It was simply a case of, you know, there's only so much money in the world. And I came to a point where I was like, I'm not going to be spending I'm not going to be spending enough time on this to justify the cost. Mm. Um, so I, my big thing that got me was basically what you just said, Scott. Mm. It was the the little bits of jank that were in there that just made it feel to me. And I, I don't think this game needs to be Diablo. I wasn't looking for Diablo. Mm. Um, but sometimes it felt like, you know, instead of X-Men, you were playing X-Men, E-X-M-E-N with Wolverine, <laughs> who's got, uh, katanas that come out of his hands. 
and uh, eye guy who shoots beams out of his eye. Like, it's just every now and then you just look at it and you just go, mm, this seems like it's just trying to be something and it's not quite succeeding at it. Mm. And it just didn't capture me as a result. Like, all I was focusing on in that first little bit was the little flaws and the little ways that it wasn't it it didn't feel complete and i couldn't get over it and it made me not want to go back to it and so when i was sitting there looking at it it was just like man i just spent a lot of money on a game that i'm not interested to go back to i should probably correct that so i think there's probably a perfectly fine game in there i think it's probably you know even good and that in the right circumstances i would have had a lot of fun with it but I was having a very hard time, as you'll hear about when I go through what I played. Uh, I was having a very hard time having fun with anything that I played. And this just didn't stand out to me in the way that I needed it to. And when you say anything, you mean other games during your flu outage, right? Like, Yeah, yeah. I tried a lot. There's a, there's a big list of what I played and the total play time between them is probably two hours. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I've had weeks like that. I get that. Like, that's a thing that happens to the best of us especially if we're feeling down or whatever um because we're ill or something but uh let's talk about i think that this game deserves a place and its place is it is an interim game for fans of action rpgs the story isn't anything special it's serviceable you could argue diablo's three stories not that great either it's okay but it's you know it's pretty predictable. And right. But there's the an numbers. earnestness to how it's delivered to where even if you don't like it, I mean, part of the problem that I had with this was that the character interactions and the bit that I played, it was, it was like they didn't give them any direction on what they wanted. And yeah. it was hard to tell if these characters were really doing anything or if they were told, Hey, you're all about to make out in a couple seconds. So make sure you say this slightly horny. And I was just like, why are we talking like this? This is a really weird way to to talk. It's like, oh, you survive. And it's like, <laughs> what is that? Like, yeah, we were in a bad battle and we're, we're OK now. Why are you flirting with me about this? Yeah, it's weird. there's some weird tone because overall, I think the VO is not bad. Um, you know, it's again, it's serviceable, but there's some tone choices that are very weird, especially early in the game. Some of that loosens up as time goes on. Maybe that's because it was further down the development chain. I don't know. <clears throat> but I also, you know, as I played this or as I do play it, I kind of look at it as, you know, one of the things about it is that it was developed by a very small team. And I can give, you know, I can I can look at that and, like, and say, okay, pretty good for how small your team is, right? Yeah. Like I can't expect them to pull off a Blizzard budget with, you know, four French guys and a dog. I don't know if the dog's really involved. I made that part of it. Uh, but, shame, oh, shame. oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, but uh, yeah, like I, part of me just really admires that they were able to pull off what they have and have it be as popular as it is. Um, it's getting mixed reviews, but again, most of those review reviews that are negative are focused on the online problems. And that's my biggest problem with it. Um, <clears throat> in fact, if I had to, if there was only, if you could only create a character and have it be online all the time, it would be horrendous. It would just be the worst buying decision you could make because it is just freaking broken 95% of the time. Um, laggy, really glitchy, and rubber bandy and weird. It just feels wrong. But you play it in the offline mode where you're not worried about you know server lag or whatever, 
Um, and I don't know what their infrastructure for that looks like, but when you play in offline mode, it's as smooth as butter. It's not a problem. Everything works great and there's no lag. There's none of that stuff. So I'm glad you at least have that option. And my goal was to beat it in beat the main story in that mode so that I could then unlock their, basically their version of adventure mode. Um, which brings us to the next point. This is why I think it deserves its interim status. I don't think there's anything about this game that's going to carry it on to be this incredibly popular and followed franchise from here on out in the way that something like Path of Exile did in the Shadow of Diablo because they're really not doing, like John indicated, they're not doing that much different. They've combined a few styles that already exist in other games and arguably better implementations. Um, like as I mentioned, I think the fighting's really good, but it does feel like Diablo 3 in lots of ways. Um, it's not the same as the way they handle runes in Diablo, but it kind of is in the end because you're still sort of getting there at the same... You're just getting there a slightly different way. Um, having a big, giant, <clears throat> enormous talent tree thing like you'd see in Path of Exile that's in this game, but not as complicated... So you could argue, oh, that's a step up because it's not as complicated. But players of POE would say, oh, no, it needs to be complicated. And I'm bummed out. It's not as complicated. Like they're they're they've got their heads and their feet and these different these these specifically these two other action RPG giants, but they don't really have anything they can call their own. Visually, it's very stunning in lots of places. You're like, whoa, that is an amazing shot. I cannot believe how pretty this is. And then there are other times you're like those models are running weird. <laughs> like why are they running so weird? So there's a little bit of jank there where like the animators didn't, you know, they had a bad day that day or something. I don't know. But, uh, I think it sits nicely as just a good distraction. If you're tired of those other two things. And I'm kind of at a place right now where I'm tired of those other two things, but I love a good action RPG. And I just sometimes want to just melt into one and just enjoy myself. And this is kind of doing that. Um, but by the same note, I, I, I cannot disagree with anything you said. It's it's all pretty accurate. It's just kind of there. And had I not, you know, this is the truth. Had I not spent 39 bucks on it two years ago, whatever it was, I I may have also been like, well, this online is enough to make me say it's not worth 39.99 right now. They're going to have to yeah. prove this out or whatever. And I probably would have done the same thing. So, so that, I think that's a totally fair stance to take. And uh, it's a bummer because, the potential is here. It's very, very nice. Now they seem committed. You know, this may be one of those games that just matures after they tweak it and play with it and keep at, uh, updating it and changing it. Um, I think there's something there for it, but they would really have to blow my mind to, you know, to, to make me think that I would spend much time with this once Diablo four is in my hands or, you know, even POE 2.0 or what's the other one that I'm looking forward to. Oh, the new torchlight three thing. Like all of those are more compelling just on the face of it than this is. But right now there's not much of this around and everything else that's out is already out and kind of old for me. So that's why I'm playing it, I guess. I yeah, there might be a world where I buy this again. Yeah, but it's I'm going to have to be in the mood for it. And, and I think that's what I learned is that it's not it's not good enough to pull me back into playing this genre. I'm going to have to be really hungry for something new mm -hmm. because it's going to have to be interesting enough where I don't just go, well, I'll just play Diablo three again. Yeah. Cause I'm always comfortable doing that. And you know, that's something I know and I'm familiar with and enjoy. So, um, but I, I definitely would consider getting it again. I don't feel like I gave it a fair shake. So I hope 
but I don't necessarily discourage anyone away from it. Because I think when the refund page populated, I think it said I had something like 30 minutes in it. And that's not enough time to really make a good decision. Yeah, you probably, it probably deserves a little more than that. But I also, a genre like this that you are intimately familiar with, if it's not grabbing you right away, I mean, you know enough about what you expect out of these to know how you're going to feel. So, yeah, I don't know, even 30 minutes is probably enough. Well, anyway uh Wilson or I'm sorry Wolken whatever it is <clears throat> Bo you feel compelled one way or the other you're like oh now I'm gonna finally cave and get this thing or you're like oh I'm glad I know I might skip <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know that's not a resounding thing and I've got I'm in a holding pattern stuff's coming I'm preparing my life for it that's true yeah. you got doom right around that corner world. right doom is here in what two weeks three weeks got doom. doom comes before final fantasy right yeah, Final Fantasy is April. Doom is the end of this oh, month. That's so nice. I forgot all about Doom. Well, not this month. Um, month. I've been so hyped about Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I, the, my plans mainly revolve around, looks like I may have to purchase a PlayStation. Mm. And I'm trying to think, because I still have some setting up to do in my apartment. I need a good place to put my couch and the TV the way I want it. It's comfy. Mm-hmm. It's going to be sitting in it for extended periods of time yep. while I play this game. Um. Yeah, I mean... The closer so, that yeah, thing I gets, skip, the, well, I might skip Wilson or Wilkin. <clears throat> yeah, uh, just because you know the weeks ahead will be very busy. I mean, honestly, unless this thing just blows somebody's mind, I I can't see how this would take priority over something, even over like Animal Crossing, which I'm totally looking forward to. Like that's my number one anticipated game of next month, and it's all I can think about. And between that and Doom, I've got plenty to do. So, you know, Doom won't last well, long. Final Fantasy is well positioned. Don't forget about Resident Evil Three, Scott. Oh yeah, that <laughs> not doing it. You're gonna have a playthrough of that. You're gonna have to get through. So the I think reason you have to bribe Scott somehow, John. <laughs> like you have to offer to buy him an elite controller. Yeah, give me an elite. Only two. if he complete, he has to do one of two tasks: <laughs> finish Resident Evil Two, yeah, or finish Resident Evil Three. Yeah, I mean, here, uh, no, here, he does. here's he the thing. I saw a video. Oh, okay, I should fair. I got two hundred dollar controller. I saw a short video posted by PlayStation on their official Twitter account that showed Mr. X, aka what's what's he what is he? He's uh, the nemesis. Nemesis in this thing. He can jump up ahead of Jill now. Yeah. This didn't happen in the old game. He didn't leap like a freaking uh anime fighter, you know, fifty feet ahead of Jill to turn around and then destroy her. What is that bullshit about? Forget it. Yeah, he's he's fast. He's not like Mr. X. You can't run away from him. I can because I, he's faster than you. I can. I'm I I choose to run away by not ever firing that game up ever. I am watching the video in my head now. It's Scott going, ah! <laughs> and then he's not running away fast enough. <laughs> what am I to do? What am I to do? Is what I'll say. It's going to be horrendous. I can't do it. Oh, but, we should do but that. Here's we Xbox should Xbox controller. Ugh. We should play the rest that we should get you through scenario B of Resident Evil 2 in the lead up to it. Yeah. Get you all brave. Yeah. Get you all good at that game. I'll be there with you. We'll we'll train through it. We'll get you through quick. And well, you'll go mode. into three easy and you'll be mode. like, whatever. Mm. I'm so good at this now. So wait, your solution, your solution is for me to play the latter chunk of two, which already made me pee myself. Uh-huh. To prepare for the greater P that comes with three remake, yeah. where Nemesis can jump fifty feet ahead of Jill Valentine. 
Yeah. No. But you'll be you must... prepared now because you're you're going to be well trained. Can... Like if you go into three and you know it's going to happen, Scott. Ugh. Like I feel like you're fighting the tide at this point. You know someone's going to get it for you. Someone's going to encourage you to play it, and you're going to end up playing it. So you can either go in prepared and ready, or you can go in uh, meek and afraid. If, and I'm offering you the tools to empower yourself. If somebody, wow. <laughs> what a speech! Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, it, look, if somebody donates the game, like I always promise with horror games, I'll play them because I'm not gonna, you know, besmirch the goodwill of somebody who who. But I, how? Why would I spend good money on a thing that is designed to tighten my bladder or whatever? Oh, it's because it's so fun. I, I'm so looking forward to this game. I can't wait. This one might make me scream. If he's that fast, ah, oh, that might scare me. Yeah, did you see the way he did that in that video? Like, he jumps and then turns around, and he's all in Mr. X attire. Like, he was in a yeah. f- full-on, like, <laughs> like uh, tuxedo, not tuxedo, uh, what do you call it? Um, a trench coat-looking thing and a hat. F that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't do it, man. Mr. X attire. <laughs> yeah, he sprints after. He's got tentacles. He grabs you with the tentacles. He'll yeah. get you. Oh, I know what, what he'll do. F that guy. Didn't Can't he have him. some cheating thing that you didn't like too? Uh, probably. Like pinnacle or something like that. Oh, he had a flamethrower in yeah. one of the <laughs> Wait, one of these new ones? The new one he has a flamethrower? I think that's yeah. it. Yeah, he's got a flamethrower. <laughs> flame well, Sometimes he has a rocket launcher too. But how is that like how is that even remotely like how is that even a like a thing? How how can he do that? Well, they've given you a dodge button in this one, Scott. Scott's like, I finally ran away from the nemesis and a rocket just smacks him in the back of the head. <laughs> that sounds awful. It sounds all kinds of unfair, honestly. He's a crazy superhuman monster and he gets ballistic weaponry. Yeah, I mean, as excited it. as I am for the game, yeah, I'm more excited to watch you play through it. And this is how I know it's an inevitability for you because I can't be the only person that thinks that. I mean, you're probably I mean, yes, right? <laughs> Like, but you always do this. Anytime John's like encourages me to do a thing, count on there being some nefarious reason. Like, I'm gonna scream a lot. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, whatever. Like, it's always like, you know, you want to buy it. You should get that game. Play it. Like that's I'm definitely the, the devil on the shoulder. Oh There's yeah, there's no doubt about it. You're sitting up there, sitting pretty on my shoulder. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we'll see how that goes. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, yeah, there's a lot coming up. And uh, uh, oh, I got a thing to ask Bo because he spent like, I don't know, a chunk of my Twitter timeline talking about this and arguing back and forth with people about why nobody played Renegade in Mass Effect 2 and everybody went Paragon. But you you are of the opinion that if you played Renegade, you had the better you played the better game. Okay, so I can't confirm this because I didn't play Wussy Paragon. (laughs) So I don't know for sure, but I know that there are, especially in two, three less so, because three has a more universal story and there's some controversy, you know, about the ending and all that. But two in particular has these moments, both on Paragon and Renegade, where you have to be deep enough to get those quick time events. Yeah. So like you're going to the bar and the, the bouncer's like, "Who are you? It's a password." You're like, "I don't know." I'm like not letting you in. And then if you're already renegade enough, you can put him against the wall and just beat the crap out of him and get into the bar. 
You spend your whole game. It's not that you're an evil person, but you spend the whole game being like, the galaxy is on fire. So any laws and courtesy I'm going to break, I'm going to break them because the galaxy is on fire and I'm here to save it. So a couple thousand people got to die on Geonosis 5. Well, you know what? I'll ship the bomb there myself because I'm a renegade and we have to save the galaxy. So those people got to die. They're dead. I'm Commander Shepard. I'm moving on to victory. It's fun. It's it, it, does, it sounds fun, but how do we know it's that's better? Absolutely not the better. It's version. definitely better. I will it's better because I the majority will. played the other one. That's how I, I will know. speak from a point of knowledge on this uh, because I did play Renegade in all three as well as Paragon. Paragon mm-hmm. is the better way to play the game. Oh, what? Um, wow. Yeah, I mean, not for everybody, but I mean, there's a reason the majority went Paragon, and it's because most people don't want to be an asshole. And like <laughs> most people, yeah, but I'm not an asshole. But in the game, it's fun. It's fun in GTA so, to run over all those pedestrians. Brrr, get out of my effing way, bird. So it, it's going to be a personality thing. And most people aren't going to want to go, man, you know what? That was really my high fantasy of saving the galaxy and being a total douchebag doing it. That was really the highlight, was that not only did I save humanity, but I was just a real insufferable dick the entire time yeah, no, that I did not just it. a dick, like in big historic moments, because you know there's that council in the Citadel? I think at one point, you can just say, put them all on a firing line. Like, the council's gotta go. Kill them. And it's just like, yeah, I'm Darth Vader, biatch! <laughs> like, it's, you know, it's just like, it's fun. No. It's not. <laughs> Sorry, you have to mark this because I. I mean, I think I think again. There's going to be people that that speaks to. Like, there's certain elements that, especially after doing Paragon and having to bite the bullet every now and then and go, oh, okay, Council, I love you guys. Um, even though you know that they, <laughs> even though they know you hate you, they hate you. Like, there is a catharsis to it every now and then. But I mean, it doesn't surprise me that most people went with Paragon, especially because. Here's here's what would be interesting with Mass Effect. The problem is, is that going in, you know that if I play Paragon, it is a completely viable way to play that game. If I keep that stick selecting the Paragon option through the entire game, I'm not going to get hit with a penalty. I'm not going to be punished. There's not going to be something horrible that happens to me. And the same is true for Renegade. So at the end of the day, it's just like, hey, pick the experience you want. What would be interesting is that if there were situations where legitimately you had to be an asshole to get a good outcome and that trying to be too nice wouldn't work out in your favor, but those sorts of things don't ever happen. They, they tried to balance it to where, well, the good guys will achieve whatever their goals are and so will the renegades. Like Everybody's going to achieve their goal as long as they put enough points into it. And... I think it would have been interesting to have the situation where, yeah, you decided not to do the dick move. And guess what? It backfired gloriously against you. Mm. Um, that said, you, I, I think most people still did a couple renegade things. Yeah, I mean, sure. famously, I mean, there's the, the reporter. Yeah. Yeah. I punched the reporter in one and two. I did not punch her in three. Mm-hmm. There's the Krogan that won't shut up. Yeah. And he just keeps giving a speech, giving a speech. And you just shoot the explosive canister underneath him, and then he burns yeah. horrifically in a fire, and you kind of feel bad about doing it. But mm-hmm. yeah, what are you no. gonna do? 
Yeah, I did the same. Um, I did. I didn't go pure one way or the other. I did it situationally. So if I was really irritated with something and it meant renegade, oh well, so be I it. I think for the renegade one, I can't remember, but can't you make the reporter like disappear? Like is that in three or two? Disappear like um, like poof like, like you magic? know. I know powerful people, and then you make them go away. I thought maybe that's what I had done with mine, but I'm not sure. Whoa! I remember that there is if you if you're bad to her, if you renegade one and two. And then you paragon in three. There is some like big revelation thing that happens around her where it it confirms that as a very good decision. Um, but I don't remember what the full renegade aspect of it is. All right, we'll look that up. All right, I'm this super interesting. I missed. I've been thinking about two lately, so it's funny you guys keep or this came up on Twitter, and now we're talking about it now. I, I you know I um kind of want to play it. Her name is uh, crazy, that reporter, isn't it? It's like Kalisa Bensini Angelani or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think well, it's Kalisa Aljelani. Oh. Uh, Kalisa Bensinan Aljelani. Did she call hey. you and ask you for some names? That was pretty you... close for a guess off the top of my head. Yeah, that wasn't bad. But did they call Bo for his name generator for uh, There Will Be Dungeons to get that name? Because, woo, that's quite a name she has. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty robust. Yeah, name. very robust. Um, yeah, I uh, all this talk about this makes me want to play it again. It's such a uh, I actually yeah. in the, the trouble with two, I actually just installed it this afternoon. I was like, maybe I'll play two. And then I was like, but I gotta play one. I don't want to create a character. I want to make decisions in one and then be that character for two. So I'm like, oh man, this is a huge time investment. Mm-hmm. Maybe it won't happen. But uh, I did reinstall it. You, inst- you installed it, so you're saying there's a chance. You may end up playing it. Yeah, I may play Mass Effect 1. I might just try to barrel through it super quick on story mode or whatever and then play 2. Because I just want to play 2. But isn't 1 harder to do that with? Because 1's got a lot of stuff that just makes you dredge through things and take forever to do it. And yeah, yeah, I don't mind it. Like I'm the kind of person when I play and the yeah. game is good, like Mass Effect is, I'll spend an hour in the dialogue tree of an NPC just listening to each option. I'm genuinely not curious sometimes, but I'm like, I must three listen to all audio bites in, in this video game. And there's so, enough cool stuff in one. I feel like that first time you talk to sovereign is so good. Yeah. Like, that stuff is memorable. That conversation was so cool, but that planet Rover thing, the little Jeep piece of shit yeah, thing. It's, yeah, it's bad. It's not great. It's, bad. it's really bad. Like terror bad. And the elevator so loading, I... loading between levels in an elevator while you're just standing there. Oh, yeah. That sucks. Yeah, but in modern technology, it's going to load fast. It'll be fine. That's true. Maybe. <laughs> It'll just fall down. Boom. <laughs> Today on Pharaoh's Prime, the... and they get off the elevator. <laughs> Man, you <laughs> nailed that voice pretty good. Jeez. I think he played a lot of Mass Effect would be my guess. I have played a lot of Mass Effect. Yeah. I Whoa, got man. all the achievements from one, all the achievements from two, most from three, I think. Do yeah, you ever want to go back to three and get all the achievements? No. No? Because <laughs> it was a lot of multiplayer stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was either a really hard goal that you needed to achieve in the single player or you could do some multiplayer stuff to get it. And I didn't, I didn't like three enough. Well, because here's the crazy thing. Anytime I wanted to go back through two, I insisted on going through one again. Mm. And I would have probably yeah. done the same thing for three. So to play three again, I would have had to play through all of one, all of two, and all of three. That's yeah. why I'm probably going to play one. It just doesn't feel right. It's a full, complete. 
They need to make an, a Mass Effect Omnibus edition yeah. where it's just the three games, you know? It and, probably is, It's a right? really a full experience. And they can ch- cut off some of that chafe, like maybe the, the, the driving bits, you know, just maybe get like in a remastered, repackaged edition, get rid of the driving bits, make one fairly shorter, but keep all the key decision and cool stuff in there and just make an omnibus, boom, one game kind of deal. Did you yeah. say chaff? Because I want to play this. I have the chaff. There you go. I just wanted to play that. <laughs> cut that chaff. Yeah, That's cut how you that chaff. Um, I would. I would love for them to do that. I'm so ready for it. The PC version of Mass Effect is not actually very good, which bums me out. Because I want to play with a controller, and you can get mods that will let you do that, but it's not designed for it inherently. And That's I true. Like, yeah, which like is really annoying, because control. why didn't they just... The PC version should have just had it, because it was on the Xbox version, which is where... But that was the premier release platform for the thing. Why wasn't it there? It's so dumb. It was at that weird age where it was still that separation of PC and console back then, and then I think they just stuck with it. They're like, well, they got the first one and had to do mouse and keyboard. We better keep that going. Well, um, two had EA was developing Origin two, and they were weird about things. But two, um, two had I could do uh, my three hundred and sixty controller on two on my PC at the time. Yeah, yeah, two did it. It's just it's just the first one that's rough yeah, it's for d- PC. It's just so dumb. Oh, that kind of stuff annoys me. Like it was that big a deal. Like it's literally like controller libraries. It's not a big deal. It's already in the game. You've done it already. You've done the work. You either just leave yeah, it in that, there or you don't. That's when it was the new thing. I guess that so. was, it was just too new. I, yeah. Th- yeah. Well, anyway, maybe they'll well, do that. Well, you say that, but I'm pretty sure I was playing on an Xbox controller at that time. Oh, definitely. People definitely were, but it was still, there was still a level of elitism around it because they even bragged about how, oh, we changed like the hacking mini games to be better for mouse and keyboard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there was be- a time when you ported a game, it had to be for mouse and keyboard. Like, yeah, and especially for a purist style game like RPG, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. they continued yeah. that trend for a while because Dragon Age 2 on the PC was the same way. It was designed for the PC. You could plug in a controller, wouldn't do a damn thing for Dragon Age 2. You're that right. You it didn't work. Game. Yep. And three did. I mean, that's yeah. when it all changed and it's all normal now. But here's what they should do. They should pull a Capcom with this deal. They should make a remastered edition of the entire Mass Effect trilogy. And by remastered, I don't just mean better graphics upresed. I'm saying do like Capcom's doing with their games and really go for it and make them one full cohesive experience. That may mean you're going to have to rewrite, redo, whatever. <laughs> but I think that would sell like crazy. Here's the thing. There's no way EA, EA does this. There's no way that BioWare is in any shape to do this. Like the, right no. now they're fighting internally whether they should remake freaking Anthem for heaven's sakes. Like they're not, this is not the BioWare to have do it. But if I had my... You know, if I could pick and choose, it would be some awesome idea like that. That would be incredible. Maybe uh, in another decade or two, people would be ready. Yeah. I mean, Final Fa- Final Fantasy VII Remake, it feels like a message of world peace to the world. You know, like something big, like Gandhi comes forward with wisdom, or, mm-hmm. you know, we all came together when Princess Diana passed away. Mm-hmm. Like, or even just now with Kobe Bryant passing and the world sort of mourning together about this. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII Remake has this healing um just presence in my life or just it just every time i think about it it makes my life and world better mm. um so mass effect would you know if they got the right team behind it it can be done mm-hmm. we're i mean we haven't got the product yet and this isn't really to talk about final fantasy 7 but the idea that a remake can inspire and be exciting 
uh, for people, not everyone, but for people that it's possible is like really encouraging. What's so. the name of the character, John, who's got the kind of little weird space between her teeth and she's, she's, she's on that handmaid's tale show now. Blonde lady. She was, um, Oh, you're talking about, uh, Samara. Samara's. Oh, no, wait. Is she the, just the brunette, right? Not the Miranda. alien character, Miranda. Miranda, 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 Miranda. Oh, you're talking about Miranda. Does she have a gap in her teeth? Yeah, the actress does. She's got oh, like okay. a funny little like if she. Yeah. Put, I don't remember yeah. who played her. She's awesome. Her name's like Yvonne. Yvonne something. Stravinsky. She's from yeah. um Australia. Yeah, she's or something. Chuck. Yeah, she's on Chuck. That's right. She's awesome. I just think she could come back and do some business. Is all I'm saying. She was also in Dexter. Yeah, was she? When when Dexter got bad. Dexter, those last two seasons were just so bad. What happened? What happened there? Uh, it should have ended after John Lithgow is what happened. I also like Jacob. Anyway, thinking about all these Mass Effect people, I want to go back and play it. All right. Um, hey, did you guys know? I don't know if you guys have fired it up, but No Man's Sky lets you be a giant alien, uh, like flesh ship, <laughs> like. <laughs> Like you can go and be a giant no man's sky ship. You can hatch your ship first of all, all right? Yeah. And then like, uh, what was the sh- what was the space movie or TV show with the Muppets in it? Um, Muppets in space. No, Pigs in space. No. No. Dinosaurs? No. It's it's revered, and the Henson people Fraggle had something Rock. to do with it. No. It was a serious sci-fi show. And had the that dark crystal. No, it had oh, that serious sci-fi Farscape, show. Space? Farscape, Farscape. That's it. Oh, I didn't see it. That's why it's not clear. Because Farscape had their ship was a big living ship, right? Like a big, oh. uh, you know, it wasn't machine. It was it was an alien entity. And this new patch for No Man's Sky means you can hatch one of those and fly around in it. And I don't mean from the show, but just like in general, it's like a yeah. a living breathing ship. And I'm tempted. It looks cool. To get back in there, check it out. I also installed No Man's Sky. I just haven't gotten into it. I've been addicted I, to Heroes. That's my story. Uh, I played a little bit of it, but I didn't get a. I didn't get a living ship. Oh, I actually, when I stopped playing, I had essentially beaten the game. I was on the last choice of beating the game, mm-hmm. and so that's what I did. And I made my decision, and saw the consequences of that decision and I played far enough to save again and that's where I am in No Man's Sky right now. Well, what's crazy... Oh, so you're, you're in a new parallel universe now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah. sounds good. Yeah. Uh, the, ships those, the ships themselves third. are all tentacly, so if you're in the cockpit, there's like little tentacle fingers everywhere and like you know stuff moving while you're flying and all that. That's kind of cool, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think they look great. I, I think the new ships look awesome. I like that you look down and you see little squishy bits that you grab. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, remember in Battlestar where they got into the Cylon Raiders and it was all like gooey inside? Mm-hmm. It's like that. Yeah, it's like that. They're they're they have this organic connection to their to their pilots and uh, this this is just sort of playing around with that idea. And Farscape is totally that. But um, yeah, I downloaded it as well. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna get in here and check this out. I just can't believe those guys are still dicking around with this game in these ways. Like. They're not, you know, they sell new copies, I suppose, but it's not like this is a game people are pay- paying a monthly fee for. Yeah, there's almost like uh, someone's like, yeah, you know, this game dared them to do it. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, you don't, you're not really serious about this. You want to see how serious I am? Yeah. yeah. Like, well, if you're serious, support the game for years. Like, yeah, 
A year? I'll do two years. <laughs> Why not three years? I'm going to support this game for 10 years and show you yeah. what developers really are. You know, and it's just like, okay, man, you can make a new game now. I think that landed with all its problems in, what, 2016? So we've had three-plus years now of of support, and I don't know if you could ask for much more than that. It's pretty strong. Yeah. The game is gorgeous. Yeah, it looks great. You know, it's fun to be in, and they, they made the jetpack thing different, too. Like, there's so many little touches. Mm-hmm. There's a new traveler head that looks horrifying. Yeah, that's pretty cool. There's, yeah, the love they give to this game, it's hard to say no to trying it. Like, yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah um it makes me want to oh you can make music in the game now yeah oh yeah they added a whole music generator thing that yeah. you can build oh and my god play. see oh bo that's god. for you bo you got to get in there make a new theme for core in the game <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i can make a core nightclub that's true but they've gone nuts like, with like ocean stuff like now that would be a fun community thing for us to do is we find a planet call it core mm-hmm. make a dance club and invite all of our listeners on a specific date to come and hang out yeah. at our base yep. while great. we record a live episode. Oh, oh uh, it's all coming together. It's from all the planet core. They're also saying hours of new story content. <laughs> hours. <laughs> story content. <laughs> That's what they say no, here. Man. Yeah, you're going to go up to a little alien. It's going to go... <laughs> <laughs> And some white text will be on there. Whatever. Yeah. Is it weird though? Every time I get into that game, it makes me want to start fresh. Is that weird? No, I. That's what I've done a ridiculous amount of times, and would be doing again this time if I hadn't ended the last session, uh, ready to do the parallel universe thing, which was essentially a start over anyway. Yeah, I think I might do that again. Now that you've seen that. My understanding is that there's 256 multiverses. So each time you get into the center, you continue down the multiverses. Really? And then it repeats back at zero. So if you wanted to get back to the original verse, you would keep traveling to the center until you get to the 256 center and then move back to multiverse zero. And then, of course, you can just use... Have you found the codes? The codes? Yeah, there's these little teleportation places where you have to input... A code like a nintendo code that's like 18 symbols long oh yeah to travel to another gate so oh we, yeah 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 i've done you must have seen them because that's yeah. part of the main quest right so yeah. you can find those just out in the world and like if we find two we could share it and then travel to each other across multiverses hmm. anyway, game's sorry pretty like cool game. is the yeah. is the lesson here it's great that we can talk about this game in such positive light all this time later given it's very rocky launch Sometimes it's a competition in the space. I love the niche that it has because yeah. a purist would be like, oh, I'm going to play Star Citizen, a real <laughs> space simulator. You know, it's like, because I can, I can look at No Man's Sky and be like, this is a Mickey Mouse thing compared to those hardcore space games, but I like it. Yeah. It's got nice the- little pictures of all the elements. So if I don't remember what chromatic metal is, at least I know the picture of chromatic metal. The only thing, and they may have fixed it because they've done a lot of changes since then, but the only thing that still bugs me that I wish they would change is that when your shields go down in space, you have to like open this menu and then select your shields and then drag the minerals over onto your shield. And all of a sudden I go from flying a cool spaceship to feeling like I'm in an old like coal train, like shoveling coal into my (laughs) friggin' ship to get the shields to come back up. I'm like... 
We need zinc. Put some zinc in the ship. We don't have shields. It's really a weird. It's really a weird system. So I, I hope that eventually they do like auto shield repower or something. Have you guys gotten into farming? I know you like farming, Scott. I do like farming, but I have not done it in this game. Oh, like, farming like in that game is awesome! I, oh I my god, you haven't done it. that part. You can make these little pe- pellet centers mm-hmm. where you can feed the local wildlife pellets if they're they eat that kind of food. You can pick different kind of food to put in the pellet feeder. But like they they walk up and hang around. Usually there's ugly aliens, so you just have this like area with your cool base, and you go over to where they're feeding, and it's all these like fart aliens like (laughs) you're like there's a milk machine so it doesn't actually show them milking the udders but it's just somehow magically sucking the milk out of all these creatures and then you make like containers of milk i have all this like space goat milk wow uh well space crab milk you know those crab like ones that are like I should mess with that because I never, I didn't even try it. Like you'd think it would be a thing. Oh, I, it's I just totally I, farming. And then you can get a barbecue, a space barbecue. Yeah. And you put the, I put the ingredients in the space barbecue and make food. I don't know what it's good for yet. It's just different. JPEGs, well, I did, I did the thing that made cool. them all come, come around and then they would shit everywhere. So yeah. I, I've done yeah, that. Yeah. The shit you can collect too. Yeah. It's like fertilizer or whatever, but. The the, the 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 my biggest problem with their stuff is the crafting stuff. While I like it, it's so many levels deep and it's so kludgy. It's just like it is kludgy. wheeling through all that stuff. I need what I need is a big grid and some tabs. And one says structures, the other one says decorations, the other one says machinery. You know, whatever. Give me like some kind of more structured, non flip through it. What I Ugh. what I need, I think it would make it easy is just crafting recipes accessible easily in the game. Yeah. yeah. Because once like there's tricks in there that if you look it up outside the game, you will learn for the game. Like chromatic metal. Like you know how there's that special metal, iridium, yeah. Um the idiot the, the eums, mm-hmm. you know, there's a the red one, the blue one, the green one. I can't, I can't remember what they're all called. Mm-hmm. Indium, something like that. Yeah. Anyways you can put one of those and one chromatic metal in a refiner and get four of that item. It expands. Chromatic metal, according to game lore, infinitely expands. So if you're low on these substances, you can just refine them and make more. And no other substance in the game has a sci-fi element. Like if you put 10 milk in the refiner, it refines it to whatever. You know, if you get 10 of an item or you get less. Like like um, ferrite. Yeah. You want to turn to pure ferrite, right? It's like a four to one ratio, so you have less, but you got a more potent ferrite. That makes sense. But chromatic sure. metals with these colored space metals infinitely expand, so you you never run out as long as you have enough to pro- like, I guess four and four, and then you'll just keep multiplying it. And it's this obscure piece of recipe knowledge that has made the game so infinitely more convenient because you need all that indium and actividium, Octavia, or whatever. <laughs> to do a lot of stuff in that game yeah so it's a super important recipe and they don't mark recipes in the game because i think they like that mystery factor but i wish they wouldn't do it yeah they do like that mystery stuff but i I guess i could go look it all up and someone could tell me but well yeah like when i'm doing the cooking i'm like i can make a chocolate cake but you have to have flour i barely know how to make chocolate cake in real life and it's a one-to-one kind of you need milk butter flour and i'm like like man (laughs) put the (laughs) recipe at least here i don't know how to make cake yeah, no, I need to I need to go fiddle with some of that stuff because I, again, the, the the way they've arranged the menu system for all of their crafty stuff is pretty bad. Maybe some of that's improved too. Yeah, 
but it just makes it so arduous to get through and to do anything. I think it's better on controller. I think it's leans more on controller friendliness. Than well, and I should play with a controller more. I mean, I have control. I have like multiple controllers in here. It's just with a mouse and keyboard, you don't necessarily need any of the UI elements, like that bottom tab thing that mm-hmm. you could just. You know, if I could press tab with a mouse and open a panel on the left side and do everything in there, it'd be way better than the little panel of. Like when you're placing things, you got to press up. I want this category of items. Then I go left, right, which is the category, and you go up. And you're like, oh, that's not the category. And you go down, and you're like, right, right. Okay, that's the category. And you got to navigate through all these sub menus really inefficiently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. Uh, I think I'm going to play it again. I'm going to get in there. Why not? Why not spend some more time with our good friend, uh, No Man and his sky? Let's get in there. Or, or Nomansky. Nomansky. Oh, that's right. Nomansky. Exactly. Yeah. Craig, Craig Nomansky, the tennis player. The, the living ships are like mushrooms, kind of. Aren't they kind of? Sort of? They look weird. Yeah. I didn't look at too many photos because I wanted to be pleasantly surprised about what weirdness comes out. A little bit of penis going on. It's a little bit of penis. Oh, I'm looking at your video here. Yeah. They're slightly penis, don't you think? Just a little bit. I'm going to skip ahead here. Uh, a couple well, of these. yeah. <laughs> Whatever video is showing an ad for FIFA. Yeah, that's wrong. Okay. How about this one? Okay, here's an alien. All right, he's talking. He's making a deal. Oh, there it is. See that ship? It's just very like, oh, he's just buying one. Okay. Yeah, but that, yeah. Oh, he, yeah, you can. Oh, really? You can buy them too? Yeah, just like any of the others where you'd talk to a dude uh, at the, at the place. Oh, that's still okay, I guess. Oh, well, yeah, you, yeah, you still hatch one, but I think he might be playing in creative yeah. mode at the moment. If he's in creative mode, then he's just doing whatever he wants, but. Yeah, this is all moving very quickly. Yeah, there's some high speeds. I think, he's, I think he's just waiting to see what options in the spaceports. That's the other thing, too. When you wait for ships in these spaceports, the quality of the ships that you can buy depends on the economy of the system. Mm-hmm. So if you want to find a shot at an S-Class ship, you've got to go to a high-tier economy system. Again, nowhere in the game does it mention any of this stuff. It's all yeah. obscure stuff. It's you get all hidden, sites. yeah. That's true. I oh. think I talked about this before, but my favorite thing is you can actually find crash ships underwater. Yeah. And there's nothing oh, yeah. I like more than go- swimming underwater and repairing a ship. And when it's ready to go, you lift out of the ocean and oh. take off. Ah, oh, it's so cool. That's it makes me cool. so happy every time. That's pretty cool. You know what? I think I'm going to play this game again. I'm in the mood now. Oh, one of the other notes that really jumped out at me too, Scott, was mm. that you know how um, when you're in a system, mm-hmm. you have to fly, you have to pulse engine around to the planets, right? Right. It's pretty boring. Right. So now stuff can happen on your way to those things. Oh, yeah. You can, I don't you know can what have, it is, but they, have, they now have scripted events and things. Yeah, they, they have encounters and stuff right now, right? Like a like a Yeah, I, I don't know what it means, but just stuff. I mean, yeah. it was exciting because, yes, yeah, sometimes going to planets is super boring. Yeah. Um, but some of the space, what's weird, I don't know if I'm alone in this, but a lot of the space stuff between planets and everything is some of my favorite stuff in the game. Like oh, I, yeah. I love running errands <laughs> for, for space things. It's the only time I ever want to do delivery quests is in space. I can't stand it in like on the ground MMO style games. Don't like it. Take this package up the street. F off. I don't want to do that. But if you say, take this to the next system over to the planet ding dong and hand it off to, you know, commander puss puss, do it. I'll do it. Sign me up. Like, there's something about that I totally get into. So that stuff, that stuff's always fun for me. Um, all right. Well, you've convinced me. We're pl- I'm playing this again. Let's all play No Mansky. Play it tonight. Oh, can I though? Depends on how late we're here. Maybe. All right. We'll see well, how we'll, things we'll go. We'll decide later. 
we'll see things go how things go i can't even talk hey uh i went and saw uh before we talk about this potential eli roth directed borderlands movie which i have all sorts of weird feelings about i saw sonic the hedgehog movie y'all, yeah how, y'all. how was it i actually uh, heard good things it's way better than i would have ever expected it to be it was fun i had a really good time i I can't really knock it for too much. Like it's exactly what it probably should have been from a fanboy's perspective, but also it's just loads of fun and (laughs) well-made. Like it's just a good, fun, dumb video game movie. And in it, I think the redesign of the character is important, but it's hard for me to, I mean, it's really hard for me to imagine the movie without the change. And apparently everything else stayed the same with the exception of the character redesign. So I I don't know what that would have felt like because he needed really to be the Sonic we ended up getting uh, for me. I needed that visual to like go all in and say, okay, Sonic the Hedgehog, sweet, this is good. And there were some great references in there. The one part I did not expect to walk away so enamored with was me actually giving a crap about a Jim Carrey performance for once. Like it, and it's not that I don't like Jim Carrey. I have, but he's been you know pretty off for years now, and 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 just kind of weird. And who knows what he's up to? And he hasn't done a lot of movies, honestly. So I just kind of had forgotten that when Jim Carrey was in his like comedic prime, he would he would make me laugh, like Dumb and Dumber era stuff, and you know freaking even the Pet Detective stuff. As stupid as that stuff is, there was something about his physicality, right, that just would eat up the screen. And this is that. Like he is like full blown Jim Carrey again in this role as Robotnik and it works somehow. Um, I can't believe how much I liked it. It was the weirdest thing. I, it's just like the strangest anomaly of the year for me that Sonic the Hedgehog is a, what I would call a quote unquote good movie. It's not a great movie. It's not like a genre busting. Everything's different from now on kind of movie. Right. It's just a really fun time at the movies. I, I went with my daughter and my wife, and everyone had a, la- a good time. We laughed at Jim Carrey like hard. I've, seriously, I don't remember, don't remember the last time I laughed that hard at Jim Carrey at anything. And it's just fine. James Marsden is just as, as charming as you expect him to be, and the rest of the cast is fine. Sonic's just what you expect. He's a little speedy little thing. And the ring, I like how they integrated the rings into everything. That was pretty cool. Lots of fun references, like how Dr. Robotnik got the Eggman name, uh, the sneakers. Does Sonic ever run in weird geometry on Earth that wouldn't exist but for a Sonic video game? You know what I mean? Like this loop-de-loops and stuff. Yes, like- there's a little bit of that, yes. A little bit. <laughs> and it's and it, and, they, and the place he lives is called uh, Green Hills, so it's like Green Hill Zone. Mm-hmm. Um, once in a while, uh, Tom Holkenberg, aka Junkie XL, who did the soundtrack, uh, you may know his name from such wonderful from films Mad as Max. Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> anyway, I that guy's that. an amazing uh, uh, composer these days, and he did a really great job of like this this soundtrack being mixed with stuff you hear it in your head and you go, "Oh my gosh, that's that old Sonic sound or that song from or whatever." But it's just like integrated just right, and plays just right. Like all of that stuff felt really good. It felt like they were true to the character without without being too winky and hand wavy to kids. I think kids, if I was twelve years old, I would have think I would have thought this is the greatest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. But as an adult, I you know, I can see it for all of its flaws. And even then, it was just a good time. It was a fine it's fine. That's a fine movie. That's awesome. Yeah. You know what? I'm glad that it's good 
because it's good to have good things, but I'm also glad that it seems like it's doing well because that movie, well, it gets a little murky when you find out they all lost their job shortly thereafter. Yeah, that sucks. That movie deserves praise for being willing to go back to the drawing board uh, on a design rather than just going, ah, we're just here for a payday. Right. Um, you know, I, I think yeah, that's they, they okay. want they didn't want to take that L that Katz was holding on to. Yeah, no kidding. It was like everyone was like, "Cat sucks," and it was like, "Sonic's even worse." It's gonna be like, worse. Yeah, exactly. Give that back to cats, please. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there, there's actually just some really rousing moments moments in this thing that just get you going. There's some, I don't know, great visuals. Like it's just a fun thing. I mean, it's super dumb too, but that's what you. What else are you gonna do with a Sonic the Hedgehog movie? You're not gonna come out and make a Best Picture nominee. But no. you are going to. What make... else are you going to do with a lot of these old video game IPs? Right, like, you got to have as much really fun as you want. Stretch it exactly, yeah. and I feel like that's what they did. And so I say hats off to those guys. Does um, he creepily kiss anybody in the movie? No, no, nobody okay. gets creepily kissed. He doesn't have the teeth either. It's good. Does he touch his nose on anyone? No, because that's how dogs kiss. He does get drunk and hump a log, which is a little weird. Just kidding, he didn't do that. I mean. Oh, I was believable. Yeah. I mean, Sonic. Did, I the reason I ask. I'm not just being weird. Sonic fanficy here. There is a game where Sonic kisses a girl. It's which, weird. Which one? Gross. But like, it's a photorealistic human girl and Sonic kissing her. It's weird. Ooh, it was weird. odd. Yeah, it's well, an odd looking thing, and you all should Google it. I, d- I tend to agree. That's kind of weird. Which movie is it? Or which game? I mean, uh, I think it's the when they. Brought it on the Xbox for the first time. Kisses I think it's that one. Human. <laughs> the first search is put on a list. The, <laughs> well, the first the first search result is girl kisses human. Uh, or kisses. Uh, sorry, Sonic kisses human. It says, remember when Sonic kissed a woman? It's a Kotaku article. Um. Oh yeah. Oh, what is but that wait, about? What kind of are we just talking a pack? Or are we talking like? No, this is like a this is like a from France. Passionate. Oh, here, I'll send you the oh. video. Hold on. Well, I think I'm watching it, but yeah, sh- sure. Maybe I have the wrong one. It's the one they have linked in this article. Yeah, this big light comes out of their faces, right? Uh, yeah. Does that see. not happen when you kiss somebody? <laughs> so what? No, what, but I'm just saying it's not that bad of a kiss. It's like a peck. It, it, it wasn't like uh, you know. Is uh, this the Olympic Games game or something? No, it wasn't like a, you know a CD hotel room in Las Vegas kind of kiss. You know, it was. Is that pretty Robotnik? normal kiss? Oh, and by the way, yeah. the origin, the or, the way they give Robotnik an origin story in that movie, it's great. I loved it. I thought it was great. It kind of worked for me. And you know, they had to make a bunch of concessions, and they set it in the modern day, and their cell phones in the Sonic's world, and all that stuff. So it's not like true '90s, but it's it's a hoot. Um, I don't see them ever kissing in this. This video doesn't show them kissing. I've been told a lie. This video. Oh, here we go. Oh, they do kiss, but it's like for a second. Oh yeah, I don't like it. It's weird. <laughs> what? Really? It's just a little okay. weird. I mean, it's just, know. you know, he's his proportions are very different from her. Like, his hand is as big as her body. Yeah, it's not very... It's not very... Guys, guys, love knows no shape or boundaries like the ones you described. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you in principle, but now it's in front of me. And, uh, you know, it's weird. Yeah, they don't do any of that. He's basically playing... He, he play- <laughs> you're like i don't like that they're in a relationship their shapes are not good <laughs> well you know how blizzard's always talking about silhouettes and they how much they matter right so maybe this is a silhouette thing 
Like they do not have the same silhouettes. <laughs> this lady and Sonic do not. Um, like, but I'm thinking of all the people whose silhouettes I know maybe they don't go well together. Hmm. Um, yeah. a silhou- silhouettes just don't don't gel. Does that know? make you a silhouettist? What does that make you? If you're look, I agree. I fully believe that my stance on Sonic lady kissing. I'm on maybe the wrong side of history on this one, but you know, I mean, you're allowed to think it's we, weird. It's your right. Don't let me take that away from you. Sometimes we got to accept our faults. And I guess this is mine. I guess so. Eh, maybe it's not a fault. Uh, you know, there are worse things. There are worse things. I wouldn't worry about yeah. it. But here's the thing. Here's the important thing about this. Uh, I forgot. Oh, he plays like a 10 year old in this, like in the movie. That's, oh, yeah, that's, that's the kind of the, that's the uh, 10 or 11. He's like, that's the level of maturity that Sonic has. Um, the only weird explicable thing is why he's on Earth, and they tell you why, but he's sent here from uh, from the planet he was on through a giant ring that's just like the Sonic ring, except it's a big portal, and he gets mm. sent through there by a big owl lady. And that part, I still don't know where that came from. That's not in any of the lore, the comics, the, the games, or any of it. There's no giant owl lady that tells him where to go and what to do. Um, they spe- they sent their best twelve year old. Well, no, he, she she's a, he's escaping uh, some awful fate on this other planet. Oh, okay, okay. And so, oh, I see. I yeah, see. and so he just kind of spends his time, and he's so fast in Green Hills that only one guy in town has ever seen him, and he's the little he's the wacky old guy that everyone thinks is crazy. But this guy claims I've seen the beast. He's blue in it, and they play that stuff super. F- <laughs> pretty funny like they they kind of nail that stuff again you know target audience is not you know old guys like me and it's certainly not um you know game of thrones fans probably not but if you're just looking for a fun nothing wrong with a movie that's just a good time yeah it's a fun story it It was fun it was fine all right so there's that oh yeah and uh randy pitchford is uh uh, tweeted this out and they need to delete it, but I think it's been confirmed otherwise. Eli Roth is making a, border, a Borderlands film, and so it was confirmed that it's that's not. I thought it was confir- confirmed that it was, wasn't it? I don't remember. I, the The thing that was funny was that it was Randy Pitchford. I mean, well, tweeting it back. So. Here it is. Take, deadline. Take this is this for for however you're going to take it. Yeah. Because I'll just I will just put my hot take out there and leave it be. Okay. I cannot imagine a more perfect match than Eli Roth and Borderlands. Really? You're perfect, making. I don't want. The minute I heard this, pairing, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it now. Exactly. You are a hundred percent right because his movies are potential, but a little bit garbage and a little tone deaf and not very funny. And that's exactly how I would describe Borderlands. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. John the Savage. It couldn't be a better fit. I thought you were going on a pleasant camping trip and then John appears. They're made for each other. And hey, you know what? If you sit there and you go, but I love Borderlands, then great. This will probably be a perfect movie for you. It'll probably be awesome. Mm. Eli Roth and Borderlands go together like peanut butter and jelly. You know, I think it'll be bad. I don't think I don't I don't think Borderlands is movie material, honestly. I don't either. Basically, I think it's a bad idea. I don't. Borderlands I, is basically like Hot Shots Part Two or whatever. Like those movies already get made that lampoon things, right? Like it's already old, a lamp. It's already a lampoon of Mad Max, is what you're saying. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of it is satire or satire. You know, yeah, dong talk in the games, and 
it's just all meant to be a big joke and cynical and and you know that way and i'm just like you can make that movie but that genre and movie exists already you know actually you're right that's i take it back that would have been a better person to make a borderlands movie get the movie movie people to make a borderlands movie and it would have been spot yeah on. right like what is it scary movie some of them what are yeah. some of the other ones? Uh, epic movie epic movie spartan the classic the movies ones? like yeah. There's hot shots, but there was other ones as well, wasn't there? Spy like Spy Hard was one. <laughs> spy Hard, yeah, Spy Hard. And before that, they, you know, the Naked Gun. I mean, like the old, if you look at the old Zucker Brothers yeah, things, those were different, but they were kind of in that vein. But Eli Roth is it's been confirmed, so this is no longer oh a rumor. Uh, so here's, in fact, here's an official tweet from Eli Roth as of the twentieth. Uh, so excited to be a part of the Borderlands family. Thank you to Gearbox official. Uh, and all these other names uh, for everything and welcoming in CU on Pandora. So he's making the thing. Now, I didn't see, so I, I'd wondered what Eli Roth was up to lately because I'd seen that Cabin in the Woods thing, or what was it called? Uh, Cabin, Cabin in the Woods. Fever. Cabin Fever. Uh, that's a, a a movie with great horror potential that just freaking sucks. It's just a piece of shit. It's not good. All right, hold your emails. Because I'm really going to lay waste to the next one, which is uh, Hostile. Hostile yeah. is terrible. And I don't mean terrible in like, oh, it's a really gross movie with gross idea. No, I, I understand what a horror movie is supposed to be. And that stuff's fine, I suppose. The acting, the plot, the characters are shite. They're horrible. It's really, really bad. So I went to go see what he did recently. And he's the one that made that uh, remake of Death Wish with... Uh, uh, oh, Bruce really? Bruce Willis, yeah. yeah, the Bruce Willis one that was like last year. Mm-hmm. That's also terrible. It's bad. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. Why is he allowed to make movies anyway? Here he is. He's making he's making your Borderlands. So look forward to that, everybody. Man, is there a way to feel the opposite of hyped, like deflated? <laughs> <laughs> like it's funny. Every time I get a little stoked for Borderlands, you guys are like, but it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like. Oh. I mean, I want to part. Whatever. There's a there's a little yeah. piece of me that still it's wants okay. to buy it's three fine. and play three, and I haven't played. I'm okay being I, deflated. I've the got my- Telltale Borderlands game is one of my favorite things they ever made. That was really good. I played it too. Yeah, that was a very good. I didn't play it. Yeah. You know what? That would make a great movie plot, but they're not making that movie. I. You should just go watch somebody play through that game and call it the Borderlands movie, and you'll have a fine time. They're gonna have mm. claptrap in this. You yeah. know that, right? Yeah. What, who plays Claptrap? It doesn't matter. It's going to be so bad. Is it the Warwick Davis? Physical embodiment of fingernails <laughs> on a chalkboard. Warwick Is Davis, it Warwick but... Davis? Dude, it's a, it's a robot on a single tire. It won't even be a person in there. It'll be a CGI robot. But I love yeah, that you just go, oh, yeah, Warwick that, Davis. Right? Like, R2-D2 originally had a guy in it, right? <laughs> yes, it did. It had a guy well, in it. If you His... want to be purists of what people like, they should put a guy in Claptrap. His name was... Kenny, Kenny Baker. Baker, thank you. Kenny Baker is that, that guy. But I just love that you're like, which little person will be inside of Claptrap? Well, I didn't say little person. I said which which guy. Like it could be a tall guy. He kneels down. I didn't say little. <laughs> I thought of Warwick Davis because I know he'd fit in Claptrap a lot easier than other people. But... <laughs> 
I wasn't. wasn't I didn't say. Know. Hold on. He said I didn't say little people. I just knew Warwick Davis would fit there a lot better than other people. <laughs> I'm just explaining how my thoughts work. Okay, it wasn't like yo, let's discriminate against some uh, people. I'm with <laughs> I'm you. Ready. I'm with you. It's that or a child. So yeah, you're probably right. But they'll just CGI that thing. But I don't want some obnoxious jive talking robot. I don't want the. I don't want the tone of Borderlands <laughs> in a movie. It's, you it, said the words obnoxious and jive talking, and I'm, and you don't want it in this movie that is nothing but obnoxious and jive talking. Yeah, it's, it's just that, I, it's that robot. It's, I don't yeah. want it. Yes, John. I don't want the tone of Borderlands in the game. Like I don't know why I want to then remove the fun part and get stuck with the rest. Right. That's me. That's where I'm at. I'm, I'm bummed about this because I just don't you think just that's want the a right lands mix. game. You know what I want? I want a. Who made who made those games where Jason Statham had to run around and not slow down or else his heart would stop? What oh, was, what was it? Crank? Crank. Crank one and two. This these this movie needs to be hard R and it needs to be like Crank. Just running around, freaking out all the time, breaking stuff, blood everywhere. Like, don't just go for it. Don't make this PG-13. That's probably what they're going to aim for. That's a mistake. Otherwise, this is hey. dumb. This is dumb. Either make it total trash or don't bother. Weird aside. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, it's not that urgent. Just while we're having this conversation about crazy cracked out movies, um, have we talked about Hardcore Henry before? Yeah, that's a weird movie. Did we talk about it though? Because it's a first person shooter, but movie. Yeah, we kept trying to we kept trying to film sack it, and we couldn't get a couldn't get the team or everybody on the crew to have a consensus about it because I really like that movie. It's stupid, and it's everything a Borderlands movie. Should Maybe be. they should do like that. Yeah, like a first person. Like, yeah, it's just first person. It's just ridiculous as everyone's swearing and saying dumb stuff to you over a comm link. And yeah, there you go. all right. Done. So, I, mean, I liked Hardcore Henry, though, but it was pretty good. What was the one with the tire that was alive? It was like a living tire or a living wheel. Do you guys remember that? Was it called Rubber, I think? Is it called Rubber? <laughs> Which is this a video game or a movie? Movie. It was called Rubber. Oh, yeah, it is. 2010s, 10 years ago now. 2010. Uh, yeah, it's a movie called Rubber. Here's the description. A homicidal car tire discovered it has destructive psionic power. Whoa, sets its sights on a d- desert town uh, once a mystery woman becomes its obsession. <laughs> and it just kills. It just rolls around killing everybody. Oh, man. That's I've never rough. heard of this. Yeah. Rubber. It's a bad way to go. <laughs> I know. I. I, I mean... I don't. I don't know if it's any good. I just kept everybody was trying I'm to watching the trailer right now. Yeah, I mean, it seems so stupid. It's like Sharknado, stupid. Probably. I don't. I don't know. But, it definitely yeah, someone's college. Yeah, it has that ring of we came up with the dumbest idea. <laughs> and this is what we got. Yeah. Um, and none of the. I'm just trying to see if anyone's recognizable. Yeah, none of these people. There's a guy named David Bowie, but it's spelled different. But that's as close as you're going to get to a famous name. It's spelled like the knife, like a Bowie knife. Yes, that is correct. And the director is Quentin Dupex, Dupox. You know what it has in the trailer? It has the audacity to say from visionary filmmaker Quentin Dupier. Oh, is that how you say it? Dupier? Dupier. Oh, he's from uh, France. Dupier? Dupier? He made uh, three. The three movies he's known for are Rubber reality and wrong uh wow did he intend for all his titles to be kind of a sentence i don't oh all of his movies are like one words almost 
So he's got non-film, steak, rubber, wrong, uh, then some other weird French things, then reality, being flat. Oh, that should be about the tire again, shouldn't it? Yeah, like the sequel. Yep. Keep an eye out. Deerskin and Mandibles is being filmed right now. Whatever that is. Actually, this tire movie looks like it can be good. <laughs> <laughs> Bose had a turning around on the tire movie. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'd watch it. I just, it looks terrible though. Jeez, it looks bad. But maybe it's good. Maybe this guy, is, but it, let's let's take on face value that this person is a legendary or visionary filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think of Joel and Ethan Cohen. So they could show me a trailer that's nothing but a plate with some crumbs on it, and that's two minutes. And I'd be like, I'm watching that movie. They're visionary filmmakers. <laughs> Joel and Ethel, 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 Joel and Ethel Cohen are legendary <laughs> filmmakers, <laughs> and and. I will see their movie no matter how stupid their trailer or the premise sounds. So maybe that's this guy in France. Who knows? Joe and Ethel Cohen. <laughs> it's not even Joel. It's Joe and Ethel. I love it. Joel, Joel and Ethel. Is that Ethan Cohen right there? Yeah, no, that's that's your French director on his tire. Oh, that's um, Gerard Depardieu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the guy's name. Anyway. Uh, it's all right. He for, he probably forgot to. Javier Dupu. Dupu. Which is French for uh, what's Javier in French? Javier? No, Javier is not a French name. I think. I think oh no, it's a <laughs> Spanish name. Javier, but it means something like Harry, <laughs> right? Javier is Harry, isn't it? Uh, not in French. I can't speak to any other language. Like Jorge. Well, no, but in Spanish, Javier is Harry. Jorge is George. Um. <laughs> Jacob is Jacob, <laughs> meaning castle or new house. Oh, never mind. I don't know. What do I know? I don't know anything. New I, house, I guess. Uh, I paid no when attention. They have a new series of house. He'll have to be Doctor Javier House. Doctor Javier house. house. Yeah, I'm. I'm in. Sign me up. Doctor House House. House House. <laughs> now this. Doctor New House. Yeah, it's Doctor New House House. He's too busy. The house guy's too busy with that new HBO show, which I hear is funny, but I haven't seen it. The spaceship uh comedy thing you guys it's crazy everything's good now right i guess so like Like, remember when it was like okay i know you're not into tv but you have to watch breaking bad and maybe battlestar galactica sure but like you had like a short list of like you have to see this tv stuff yeah now it's like there's Watchmen and boys and and better call saul and curb and like i feel like i'm missing out on way more than i'm getting to it's true that is true embarrassment of riches we are in a golden era for sure uh jesus is jesus says <laughs> jane last leaks go in the chat room all right i don't know uh, what we're doing but yeah let's talk go. about what we're playing i played a lot of Wolken, but we're done talking about that so we're not going to talk about that anymore now here's why i need your help i'd like to hear i'd like you to hear this sound hold on okay here it comes i want you to try to take a guess as to what this is Alright. Sound like anything to you? Here, let me click well, I mean, on a thing. The, the name is in the thing, but I'll play along. Oh. Ah, oh, cool. Look what I did there. Okay, now I'm gonna take some milk. Alright, got some milk for my cows. Uh, these sheep here have some wool for me, so hold on. Alright, we got some wool. And then over here I got some cheese to pick up. Let me do that real fast. And then. 
Oh, look, some feed's ready for the cattle. So I'll get some feed going. And, uh, oh, and I can and I can farm this wheat here. There we go. All right, I picked all my wheat. All right, now that you've heard that, any ideas what that was I just did? Uh, I assume it's farming. I, I assume it has something to do with a game called Township, would uh, be my guess. I did put it in the notes. All right, so I'm a little embarrassed by this, but there is a free-to-play in every way. Okay, it's one of those games. Uh-huh. Uh available for everything. It's on PCs and Macs and Linux and phones and Switch and everything. It's just a thing you can get anywhere pretty much. I think it's on Switch. Actually, I don't know about that. Uh and it's exactly what you think it is. It is a little town builder. You're trying to make it work, you know. You're farming stuff and you're, you got some cows making milk, some chickens laying eggs. You got uh uh, you can send a helicopter around and take deliveries to people and get extra cash and experience points with that. You got a train that leaves every day and comes back and brings goods. You got to send goods out and you're just trying to grow your town and your farm and your homes and all this stuff. Is there an energy mechanic, Scott? Uh, no energy mechanic. That is not there. However, there real life timers it takes yes four hours but can you rush it what if you really want yes if you really wanted to rush it you have in-game little bucks little dollars you can spend and that will help rush it so you may be familiar with that kind of thing sort of what a weird bullshit concept (laughs) you've just laid out before well to be fair there is a kind of game like tiny tower or whatever where it's like Having stuff on timers on your cell phone is kind of a fun thing if it's a cell phone game. Yeah, you know, I don't like mind. I don't mind. I'm gonna manage my stuff for yeah. a few minutes, and then I'll check in in a few hours when a notification pops. Yeah, I don't have timers. I guess okay. Here's the here's the problem. Here's why I'm mad at myself. I'm not mad because the game is what it is, and it has all those things. What I'm angry at is that it's also incredibly well made and charming, mm-hmm. and uh, very detailed and like art wise, everything just moves like. It's just a really well-made game. It's very fiddly. Lots of things moving all the time when you're out in the big drawn-out view of the city and the lake and the and the farm and the stuff. There's just all these little people doing stuff, and it just has a very lived-in, living kind of quality to it, and it's very polished in that regard. And when I play it, it makes me want a version of this that doesn't have all these stupid trappings of you want to hurry that up and get the extra, you can pay the extra bucks to do it, or hey, do you want to, you know, like all the free-to-play like- stuff, if it wasn't there... This would be like one of the great city builder slash town management things I've ever played, but it's got all that stuff in it. So, you know, like every time I play it, I think of John. I think of John when I play it because I think about how bad you'd hate it, how bad you would hate what it's doing to, to, uh, you know, for its, for its freaking monetization. I wish this was a $60 game and I would gladly pay it if they would just make it a fun building strategy you know sim city sort of experience and take away that whole layer of oh you're out of storage want to upgrade oh you don't have enough bricks well you could just pay for these bucks oh we don't have those okay well come to the store and here's for five bucks you'll now have those like if it wasn't doing all that stuff and you can earn it all you can grind it all out right but it's all there pushing you all the time to like oh i should spend a little money or whatever but you can do it all without paying if it just got rid of all that and just gave me this as a game, it would be one of the coolest little town management games. It would be so cool. Well, it sounds like it's got a very good aesthetic. I mean, the little clip you played, it starts and it sounds like it's straight out of Wii fitness resort 
spa, you know, whatever sound. Mm-hmm. Like I hear that music and I just imagine, welcome to Wee Township. We're going to be going <laughs> right into the town today and yeah. farming for cheese. Every time you pick something up, uh, it's got a very satisfying little like plop. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of good little plop. Yeah, yeah, it's very tactile that way. Like, you're like, oh, listen to that. I'm picking it up, and it's like a little bubble popping. It's great. Uh, so I get it. I get why it's there. It just bums me you, out. You know, you know where I'm gonna fall off. Of course, this. I know. And you know what? You would never play this, and I would never even suggest that you go near it. I'm just saying. Yeah, he's pa- putting. It. Part of me is you, and I'm annoyed by these things. I don't know why somebody can't come along and make something this rad. And you could say, well, Scott, that's what City Skylines is. And I, I don't want that. I want I want something that's a little more big-headed, goofy, and not straight city sim. I don't want to go, well, how's our uh, electricity grid going? Okay, looks like we need to put another power. And like, that's boring. I don't want to run a city. What I want is, like, either ancient cities. So bring back, like, Pharaoh and Cleopatra and those games from back in the day. I love that stuff. Caesar three. Freaking Rise of the Middle Kingdom, all that. I play those any time of the day. Uh, m- more like that or or something like this, which is just like this light approach to it. Just fun, light, airy, open it once in a while, check all your shit, make some progress, get out. I just don't want this free-to-play garbage in it. And I don't know why that's not, why nobody makes a thing that does that out there. Because the free-to-play was what makes money. <sighs> I know, I know. Because you're just like, I'm making this game anyways. Might as well just free to play it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. In that genre? Like, no, it's what perfect if you for you designed it. a game, Scott? You, yeah. you made the game, you did the art, you put it all together, you got a game. Yeah. And someone came up to you and said, well, Scott, congratulations on the game. Uh, now I can hand you this briefcase full of money. Or I can just start backing up dump trucks. And just dumping money on you. Just I every time it. you turn around, you could have more money dumped on you. Go ahead and pick which one you'd like. Yeah. I mean, you know, I get it. I totally get it. The economics of this world, I totally get it. However, I mean, there. I'll, I'll even give you this one example. When I pull, I had the game running when, we, when I just talked to you guys, when I played it. And that's the other thing is it launches really quick. Super thin client. Opens up and I click on the place where I got this brand new sheep farm. And I click on the sheep. And last I checked on those guys, they were grazing on the on the feed I gave them. And I grew that feed, by the way, and then bagged it myself at the feed greenery place. So I know it's good, right? So they're munching, yeah. munching down on this stuff. I come back now that they're done, their timer is up, and they're all just these fluffed out sheep with just you know gigantic um, cotton fur all over them. And when you click them, they just kind of like shake it all off in this great animated way. And all of it kind of comes cluttering to the ground. And boom, I have a bale of their, of their freshly shorn, uh, whatever, what is it called? Sheep's, not skin, whatever wool. it is. Wool, thank you. And now that's off to the wool place to make clothes. Like, it handles that stuff really well. And does it in such a, such a charming way that it just makes me long for something that's just a, more of a game and less of a... Oh, I'm sorry. It's it's still a game, and it has plenty of gaminess in it. I just want one that's not constantly going. All right. Well, for a couple of those, you know, space dollars, you could do this. Oh, yeah, and and that has that cute level because, like, I'm looking. There's a game on my wish list in Steam. Mm-hmm. Have you tried this one, Dawn of Man? Oh yeah, no, I've uh, it's on my wish list as well, and I keep I keep getting oh, this okay. close to pulling the trigger. I'm a little worried that one's a little more like 
your people must survive or humanity itself will not begin. Like, I, I don't want to take well, it too seriously. it's like banished, but casual. So the main criticism I'm looking at is that it's not, doesn't have a ton of depth, which maybe when they say depth, maybe that's, that's what I want. Right comfort zone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause sometimes people like the spreadsheets and the crazy stuff, but sometimes it's just nice to have a big gold coin to say, put your gold coin here and you put it in the gold coin spot. And things are working, you know, big buttons and colorful things. This game has a this has a nice rating on uh, Steam. There I were like uh, there were two phone games that I liked, but ultimately ended up ditching because of this stuff. One was the Trailer Park Boys Greasy Money, which mm. is arguably not a game, but it had elements of you know clicking things that was pleasurable until they wanted you to pay billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Greasy <laughs> and. And the other game was, I think it was Bud Farm on the phone. Oh, the other weed you one. Grow yeah. your own weed yeah. <laughs> and dispensary and sell it. Yeah. And there's something very pleasurable. It had like a guitar, like bing, 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 And I, I really liked just shaving off all the buds off the plants and then turning the light off. Yeah. There's just something really fun about it. But then it stopped being fun when it was like delays and I can't do anything anymore. You know, it's not fun. So they just need to make a game that just has that fun in it. You know, well, maybe Dawn of Man, maybe I need to give it a shot. It is out of early access. I don't know if it's now. the one, you know, yeah. but it's the closest I can think of, right? Well, it's out That's... of early access now. Oh. And it looks like it could be fun. I could have Did some fun. Did you play with this. Two Point Hospital? Yes, I liked that a lot. Um, although it's more tycoon, it's a hospital and it's not farm. Yeah, it's more tar- tycoony, and I'm not as into the tycoon thing. I, I, what I'm looking for. So, anyone listening to the show who ever played any of the Impressions Games historic city builders, and you probably by that description alone know what I'm talking about. But it's like the Zeus game, the Pharaoh games, all the ones I mentioned earlier, Caesar, all those games. They were absolutely 100% my GM. I loved those PC games or late 90s or um, I think the last one came out in 2000 or something. Maybe it was 99. And then that company went away. Uh, there's been, you know, attempts at spiritual successors in the past. None of them have really worked out, but nobody really makes them like that anymore. And I would really, really like to play. I would really like to play those games. So Zeus and Poseidon? Yeah, Zeus and Poseidon. Yes, those are. I just went to the Steam page and I'm just like, there's a more like this tab we're just mm-hmm. seeing what they're recommending yeah uh rim world that doesn't sound right rim world and like Fr- frost punk i want to like but it, again i'm not interested in the ones that are all about hardcore survival i don't they're, yeah they're a little more narrative based yeah i'm i was more into just like how can i make my streets oh. make my city look nice like, yeah that's what i liked about those games was right. just, what a, you felt like you were uh, designing it what about foundation what is this game Oh, Foundation, it's, I also foundation am interested, like but that's not out yet, right? It's still coming? This is early access. Oh, I didn't know it was, it was released one year ago, Feb 1, 2019. So it's been in early access, I guess, for a year. Oh, that's in my library. Why do I not know about this? We have a Play massive it. library. <laughs> Play it. See if you like it. No, yeah. this there's a cute element to it. It does. I don't know if you get to place the buildings where they go. Foundationless, it's gridless, the- sprawling medieval city building simulation with a heavy focus on organic oh, development, God. monument construction, and resource management. See, this is. I'm gonna wish list this. See, I love stuff like this. Why do I not? I have this game. <laughs> they look like the characters from For the King too. Like, oh, do they? <laughs> I mean, yeah. maybe. Oh, this is all three and stuff. Chunky. I uh, I'll try this. Oh look, you oh, look, paint There's your... a shot, and there's all these sheep, and I bet you could shear them all, Scott. I bet I could. <laughs> I bet I could shear every damn one of those sheep. All right, I'll try this one out. I'll try foundation. 
Ooh, and there's a winter update that's out now. This is still in early access, but... but uh, yes, there's more coming. I mean, hopefully it's, it's in good shape. You'll have to tell me, because this game... I'm with you. I, I get that fun Zen world. Like, you just... You escape planet Earth. Yes. You've yeah. got this good Zen game going, whatever it is. Although, in the city builder genre, you escape planet Earth, and you come back at 5 o'clock in the morning and have to work for two hours. Right. Right, so you're just like so engrossed in the building and the fun aspect of it, right? Which free to play ruins because they want you to spend money, yeah. And that's a, we don't want to be doing that, no. I don't. But nobody's make everyone has to make a hardcore sim game. Mm-hmm. It has to have you know what I mean. It has to be crazy. Yeah, and I don't want I don't want that. I mean, I'm fine. I like that they have a niche for that, and it's great. But I don't want to worry about my people dying every five seconds. I know that's fun for some people. You it know, isn't fun uh, for me. You know what game scratched? It's not the same type of game, but it scratched that itch that you're describing, Bo, of like just that like pure escapism, just comfort. And Scott, I think you played a lot of this too, maybe. Uh, but that Yonder the Cloud Catcher Chronicles game. Oh, I got really sick and I just played that game for like a week straight and I just was in this perfect little happy content place. I can't even really tell you what kind of game it was. It just was pure escapism and I loved it. Yeah, that's a ver- another example of a totally nonviolent just go out and do stuff. There's some zealous Zelda I have that game as well. It's a cool game. Um I don't remember what put me off of it. I actually think maybe maybe some of the base building slash farmy stuff wasn't great or something. Right. Um, but there was a there was a kind of an Animal Crossing thing going on here, just in like writ large, sort of. Um, and I that's another reason I like Animal Crossing. I like these places I can just go and just soak into it and not think too hard about any of it. I'm drawn to this stuff all the time, and I've been playing city builders all week trying to fill this void. Because this damn township is so good if it wasn't a free-to-play game. I have one other thing that I want to check check in with. But I, have you played the late the EA SimCity, the latest one? The newest? or The, the, the one that flopped. Yes, I did. The newest one. I did. That flopped a long time ago. I 2013, 2012, 13, whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, I wonder where it's at these days in terms of if somebody over there was kind of updating it or taking care of it or I mean, it's been seven years maybe it's in good shape i don't it. know it might be because as much maligned as that game was i spent a lot of late nights poking around my city it, i felt that still one of the greatest it was better than what, what people wanted to report on. it's one of the greatest soundtracks in video game history and I mean that, that, that when I said, yeah, yeah, it was very, very good. Uh, I'll give you a, I'll give you a taste of it. I think I'm going to try and install it. I know I own it. on. Here's a taste of it right here. Just a little bit. We can play this here because it's a video game. <laughs> here, I'll skip ahead. See, this is what I want out of my city builders. I want this like optimistic growth beautiful sun on the horizon let's build a city gosh damn it let's go see oh, it's a very good soundtrack it was the best part of that thing chris tilton by the way is the uh composer, composer who did that he did an amazing job on that album anyway 
Uh, okay. Yeah, that was 2013, and that game bombed pretty hard. But I guess, you know, if you're into the city builders now, city, what's the one, what's the one I mentioned before? City Skylines. City Skylines is, the, is everyone's jam, but I don't, I, I'm just, I'm less interested in like modern day scenarios. I either want something fantasy based or just a little goofy, um, yeah. a, or, or, or something ancient historical. Like I don't, and so maybe it's this more dawn, tactile. The pieces are bigger and more colorful. Yeah. 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 And I think, I think this Dawn of Man may actually scratch the itch. I'm aiming to it, scratch. Let me try it out. Like the people that say, Oh, I mean, it's got a really good review overall on here, but the, it, but anyone who says, no, nah, it's just a little too not challenging for my taste. I'm a little more put banished on hard and me. That that guy doesn't realize he's actually selling me on the game. Like he's making yeah. me want to play it. So I may play it. All right, that might be what I buy this week. All right, enough about me and my weird thing. I'm still also playing a lot of Undermine. That game's great. Uh, a roguelike, uh, run around, kill stuff, upgrade your stuff, go back to town, go back in. It's great. One of those. It's one of those, but it's a great one of those. And then I've been playing a game I got super cheap on here called Blazing Beaks. It's on my Switch. Um, it's a. Uh, it's also one of those. <laughs> run around, kill stuff, die, try it again. Roguelike business called Blazing Beaks. Look it up if you're interested. John, you played a lot of games, but only about two hours total in time. Tell us what they were. Yeah, let me go down the list quick because I certainly don't have much more to say beyond I played it. Uh, Wolken, we talked about. Yeah. Uh, no Man's Sky, which is probably going to be the one that I continue to play for sure because I'm always excited. That game has done really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Besiege came out. Uh, that game has been like in a perpetual like alpha coming soon state. They finally did a release of Besiege, which is a game that should be on paper the most up my alley kind of game ever. Like it, it seems so insanely good mm. uh, and perfect for what I need. And there's just something about every time I get into it, I think, oh, God, this is great. I'm going to spend so much time on this. And I play it for a little bit and then I move on and it doesn't really change my life but it's a very cool game uh and i should give it more time because it's like this physics based like i want to attack this town i'm going to build the the ultimate siege machine yes and then and then it's like you're a kid and you're building a cool tonka thing and then you're like pushing in to see how it does and if it fails you start over or not start over but you go back to the drawing board i go all right well that didn't work what what other thing can I do to this thing? And you have limited parts and all that stuff. It's a it's yeah, a pretty cool concept. You just build whatever the hell you want. It's such a cool idea. I don't know why I haven't gotten more into it. I mean, especially we've been talking about trebuchet so much recently. Right. Uh, you know, this is, this is your chance to build that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I will probably go back to it. It's very light. You just get into it and it's, you know, here's a tower. Destroy it. And it's super easy to do. And so you just you just keep playing levels and I probably will, but I didn't play a lot of it. Uh, Star Trek Online, I uh, tried to put my uh, lifetime subscription to use and uh, <laughs> made a character. Yeah. I made a Vulcan uh-huh. uh, and I got there and there was some perky classmate that's like, we just completed Starfleet Academy together. Let's go. And I was like, eh, I'd rather not. Yeah. And I, uh, I turned it off. So, uh <laughs> I didn't play very much of it. It looks. Fine. I've heard good things about the that game in its current state. I've heard lots yeah. of good things. I do, I don't want my not playing it again to reflect poorly on the product. I was very sick. I had a fever. I had the attention span of a six year old. Like there's 
there was no reason why any of this was actually going to land. Yeah. Uh, played more World of Warcraft, doing dailies and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, I was sick and I couldn't play any games. So instead, I just watched a bunch of movies. And so I watched Knives Out, Parasite, Midsummer, and Fighting with My Family. Those are all great choices. I need to ask you what you thought of Midsummer. Uh, it was pretty good. It was interesting. It was very unsettling, yeah. which is good. And I couldn't exactly put my finger on what was unsettling about it. Like, it was one of those things where it's like, you just become aware of it. And you're like, I'm unsettled. Yeah, why? That... And you can't exactly say why. Yeah. Uh, it did fall apart for me a little bit at the end. I won't give spoilers, but like, by the end, it kind of got more typical horror movie. Like, mm. it didn't have jump scares, but it was like, sometimes I'm really invested in characters and the plot and I feel for their plight. And I'm like, Oh, I empathize with you in such a big way. But the character at the end that looked is dressed up like a bear. We'll say (laughs) I felt nothing for him. And I feel like it was trying to convince me like, Oh, look, isn't this a horrible thing that's happening to him? I was like, I don't know. That's just an actor in a bear suit. Plus that guy's a dick. That's the guy. Yeah. And he super sucked too. So there's also that. I love that Um, movie. It freaked me out. I did like it. Good. So now you need to see hereditary, his other one, his other movie. Yeah, you got to do that because I think Hereditary is that to me. That's the one that really <clears throat> stuck. It got stuck in my soup and never came out. That thing oh, really the other out. thing that I struggled with Midsummer is yeah. that uh, the guy, the actor who plays Cheaty from The Good Place is in that. And that was really weird because he's playing essentially the same character that he does in The Good Place. Oh, I've never seen The Good Place. That would that would have thrown me as well if it was somebody so. I knew from that. Yeah. But what's her uh, name's good, Scott, right? She's freaking good. Isn't she good? That Florence Pugh? She's amazing. Yes. And here's the crazy thing. So I said I watched Fighting with My Family, which she is in. Oh. It's a, it's a wrestling movie with her in it. I did not watch these in relation to one another. I didn't watch one and then go, oh, I'm really into this actress. Let me see what else they did. Yeah. I just happened to watch one and then I watched the other and I was like, she's in both of these. This is weird. She's great. So uh, that was that was kind of a weird coincidence. I find but her yes, incredibly. Two things. She's, she's very great. compelling. Something about hers is really she's just really good. Eats up her rolls. Just it makes me want to just envelop her in way too many flowers. Well, just a ridiculous amount of flowers. Also, just so you know, the reason that girl in Knives Out was familiar to you is because she's the hologram girlfriend of what's his name in uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. She's yeah, Joy. Joy. I figured that out because I did. I spent a lot of that movie going, "Where do I know?" Yeah, from? I did the same thing. I saw it in the theaters, and I was like, and I didn't have the option for you know IMDb in the theater or anything. And I was going nuts. It's like, what is? I know this chick. What is she from? And then I. <laughs> realized it and then i watched 2049 again because it was that's a great movie it made me want to do that too she's a phenomenal actress yeah. uh knives out probably my favorite of the things that oh I yeah that's I a great movie adored that movie that movie was so good and so just exactly what i wanted yeah oh, i knew great. you'd like it and you do you agree now that uh more don johnson and more things please we yes, just, I felt that way after watching Watchmen. Yeah. Like, and he was in like an episode of that, but he's just good. He's yeah. just great. He's great. He needs this. Whatever. If he's having a comeback, he deserves it. It's very good. Uh, uh, I'll, you yeah. know who else was really good in that? The dude who played General Zod. Oh, um, uh, um, 
From, I know who you're talking about. Fish in the Martin. Water movie guy. Uh, not Fish in the Water. Uh, Shape of Water. Michael, Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Yeah. He is never not yeah. good. He is in. He is good in everything he ever does, and he elevates all material. He's amazing. Yeah. He's great. He was, he was great. In that He's Eminem. Also, oh. did, didn't what? hurt that the detective is basically Stanley Billings. I was just like, I did it. I did it. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I did it. He really was like, it was totally Stanley Billings. It was very good. Knives out. Worth seeing, everybody. All right. Bo, you played a bunch of Heroes of the Storm. How'd that go for you? I did. It was good. It was yeah. fun. Remember that game? That was a good game. That's a fun game. Yeah. 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 But I've been kind of just, I have all kinds of other games to play, but I kind of just want to play Heroes. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Nothing wrong with that. I have not played Heroes since Christmas. I feel bad about it. I feel like that's too well, long. It's been a year, a little over a year since the bad news. And it's just around this time of year mm-hmm. that I've been able to play without any of the baggage that's been going on with it. Like I'm fully free. Like I just log in and play it and I don't care. You feel like enough of time has passed now. You've, you've healed. It's been, it's been a year, right? Yeah. I mean, over a year. Yeah, it's been yeah. about about this long, yeah. It was about no, this no time last year. No one's about Hong Kong. No one's griping really big about Blizzard right now. So I don't feel like, oh, I'm playing. You know, I don't have any baggage with it. It's kind of refreshing. Yeah. Blizzard so. Blizzard needs a fresh wind somewhere. I don't know what that'll be. but they need- Diablo 4 is looking good. We got some new screenshots and news from the team mm-hmm. today. Yep. Did you see that? Yeah, I did see that, which is good. So that game's going to be good, man. I hope so. I mean, it's I'd, gonna. It, it's not gonna not be good. Like people are gonna find something to gripe about, probably, but it's not gonna not be fun. Well, of course they it's are, because like, like you keep reminding us, there's a huge, uh, there's a huge sub business around ripping on Blizzard stuff, even when there's no reason to. So yeah. someone will make something. They'll find something, right? Yeah. Like Diablo three was good, but the auction has happened, so maybe there'll be a big controversy. Sounds to me like their strategy is to be pretty open about everything and to take feedback to avoid that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. but um even if there is that kind of a thing it's still gonna be good how front, i still how, loved what i saw how, like, how front facing do you think the dude from um gears of war will be now that he's over there do you that, think we'll, was it rod ferguson rod rod ferguson rod Fer- ferguson i just remember his first name was it ferguson rod ferguson i think it is rod rasmussen yeah. rod rasmussen maybe <laughs> I don't know, but I know who you're talking about. The guy that came over from the coalition to Blizzard to work on Diablo and he yeah. headed up yeah. over that Louise guy, I think, even. Right. Um, <laughs> no, that's his name, Louise. No, no, no. It's not what I'm laughing at. I wasn't, I wasn't I being a goofball. No, no. I don't, I don't know why it just sounded funny when you said he's now over that Louise guy. And I just, I don't know why that sounded <laughs> oh. funny. I, just did. <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> I get it. I don't know why. Louise might not be a guy if you think about the word differently. And then. Yeah. It's my just brain just my it. brain farted on what you said that's all yeah so um so there's some speculation that because he's used to working for a company that has to deliver products on time for the yeah. most part yeah <laughs> it sounds bad phrasing it that way but <laughs> he might actually have some expertise in logistics in terms of game development because because blizzard takes a long time to get games out the door and i'm sure on some level that's chafing somebody you know important inside that whole organizational structure for yeah, sure yeah yeah and i think diablo like if if you could just snap your fingers and have it your way diablo 4 needs to get here sooner rather than later mm-hmm. um but we want it blizzard soon but they may decide you know 
like there's something about publishing a half-assed game that people are doing now called early access that finishes later and they don't always win great but there's something to there's there's something about holding everything in and then hoping everything goes right the day it launches yeah. and you live and die by this two second not two second but you know this window before release and this week after release and your success hinges on this very, very important series of events that could either hit or not hit. Like, honestly, at a certain level, it's random. Yeah. Uh-oh. I'm gone. No, you're not. You're here. Do you not hear us? No, Am I gone? Hear we hear you. We still got him. Here, wait. Say something in the chat. Do you not Hello? hear us? You hear us? <laughs> we hear yep, you. I'm here. Sorry. Oh. I know what happened. It's my my bad. But oh. it's over now. You're good now. <laughs> um, you're good I now. installed SimCity because there's only two gig. Only two gigs. Oh, so I'm like, oh, I'll download this in five seconds. The interruption shouldn't be that bad, and then I start talking. Wait, did you get that <laughs> on? Uh, you got that on what? Like Origin? Is that where you got it? Yeah, I, ha- I own it on Origin. Oh, so I opened Origin, yeah. installed it in about five minutes. Yeah, two two gigs takes no time at all. Yeah. Anyways, I forgot I was recording. Um, <laughs> it's all good. So I don't know what I said and what I didn't say. You but, said but, you never um, broke up. We for heard us. we heard you the whole time. You yeah. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. it's just me that lost everyone. Okay. Yeah, that was weird. Kept going. Yeah, Which is were... what I love because we hear you. It's all fine, and we just hear you going. Is that it? Am I gone? Yeah. Where am I? What am I doing? Um. Can you hear me? Am I still here? Yeah. It's it's not bad though. A lot of people lose. I don't it remember what happens. game I'm talking about. <laughs> What was I talking about? Diablo Four. Oh, Diablo oh, Four. Yeah, that game's definitely gonna be good. Well, okay. Let me let me ask you this. <laughs> you said that you think that Rod Ferguson or whatever his name is. Um, oh, you know, he, he was used to working for a company that do, does deliver deliver stuff, right? So here's my yeah. question: Do you think that that will clash with Blizzard Blizzard culture, or do you think that that is something they're looking to see happen? Like, in other words, do you think that'll be a welcome? set of skills that won't clash with culture, their current culture. Culture shift in an organization is like incredibly difficult. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's not, you don't snap your finger. Like if everyone has a negative disposition at your company, you don't snap your fingers and tell everyone to be brighter. You don't even give them more money and offer them more benefits and have their personalities adjusted. Right. Humans just don't work that way. Right. So I think like climate of culture is really important, especially to artistic endeavors for sure. It's just, I never worked for one, but I, I got to imagine that's the case. So there's definitely probably this about philosophies there. Yeah, I think there was layoffs. I think the layoffs, this is going to be the meaner side of things, and I certainly don't think this applies to everyone that was laid off. But not only is it a, a terrible thing, but it can be an opportunity to resolve cultural issues inside of a company. Mm. But, you know, it's it's a don't ask, don't tell thing. So it's not like anyone's having a boardroom meeting saying that's what we're doing. It's just, you know, make your picks, everyone. And remember, we have a mission to accomplish X independent of these layoffs. But it ultimately comes down to a culture shift. And, you know, a lot of older guys, uh, the old guard, the senior guard, old guard are gone. Those paragons of certain virtues that they held up. And now there's room for other people to be in there. And I got to think on some level, somebody's like, yo, man, like we are, our name is synonymous with craftsman gaming. Mm. And we're not, if we could triple the amount of releases we do in a year, we could easily be making way more money. Mm. So, you know, how much of this Blizzard takes time 
is true and how much of it is there's some departments that do a lot of free time or make a lot of excuses when they could maybe be working more because it's a very permissive environment. Like, I don't know how that works in a company like that, but on some level, somebody's got to crack a whip somewhere to make sure money's getting made, right? Like, yeah. Blizzard, it does have bosses and middle managers. Someone somewhere in that company doesn't look like the cheery person you see on a video. It's the person who's like, you turn in your work this week? Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's just how all organizational structures on some level are. So I think they're trying to shift that culture. And yes, they're bringing in a lot of people from other developers, uh, you know, that I don't think are meat grinder companies or like whatever they call that and just churn out garbage. Like mm-hmm. the, sorry, Logitech, like your capture thing and all those innovative ideas on the <laughs> capture application. Yeah. But like, <laughs> Quality product, I'm sure. Just, yeah. you know, a little lacking in the ideas. It's good, it's good but, like, stuff. the, um, you know, I think probably they are trying to shift their culture to be, there's probably people I would be willing to bet that work in that company that are unassailable in terms of being able to get rid of them and are completely unproductive and unhelpful to the business side of things. Yeah. In, like, in a bad way. Like, not in, like, a you know, but he gets to show up to work. He gets to do nothing because he's some senior person. And he's a creator and it's a workshop and blah, blah, blah. At the same time, I need art delivered <laughs> for the Diablo game. And I'm getting nothing out of these guys that are, you know. Yeah. And because yeah. we only see the good stuff. Blizzard's only ever going to show the good stuff. Yeah. It'll be and interesting. Be, It'll be interesting. Yeah. To Sorry, see I'm, cl- I'm going on. Well, no, no, it's I'm a good. Right. You're making really good points. And that's why I asked. I, I think that there's a possibility of that kind of culture clash with him because I think that probably ran things differently over in the Microsoft studios. They did have dates they had to hit, you know, they couldn't just sort of say, well, blizzard time, you know, it had to be shareholder time. And so maybe some of that leads. Phil Spencer's like Xbox live is coming in each game. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be super curious about that, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. All right. I promised forever ago that I would play this and I keep forgetting to do it. So I'm going to play it now. This is a mashup. (laughs) Sent to us by Jamie, who got it from. Did Jamie do it? I can't remember now. Jamie, did you do it? I think Jamie did it. It doesn't matter because I'm going to play it and we're going to enjoy it no matter what. Uh, this is called The Balancing Guy. <laughs> the Balancing Guy. I guess that's the full name, right? Yeah. The Balancing the Guy. The Balancing Guy. Let's see what that's about. Here we go. Oi, I got me finger up me bum. Jesus. When a daddy banana loves a mommy banana very much, it peels itself, it takes off his peel, and it's okay, we're moving on now. We're moving on. <laughs> wow. Black, or no, backed up like a douche. What is it? Not backed up, backed like, up a like a douche. <laughs> in the mother baby. <laughs> wow. Soft. Track balls. You want a you wanna soft and supple track ball. Yeah. And it's been a long time since I've had a ball in my mouth. I know, it's at least a week, right? <laughs> what? Like that. So, yeah. <laughs> Try years. It's been a decade since. <laughs> uh, I thought you said you're mouth so i was saying it no, oh, no. i said mouse i thought you said mouse. mouse i need to search for penis oh, later i just want to be naked with a big ass belt on 
corner, and my car's cool, and that girl's sure pretty, and let's go to school. Licking ears and eating shit. Wait, I'm sorry. It's what chips? <laughs> That's a different thing. That's a very different show. Kyle injected her with some kind of Bigfoot gene or something. Well, that's kind of a gross thought. Let's not. <laughs> I mean, God, you don't want to know. Once again, I made a face. I couldn't control the face I made, but I was going to just let you move on from it. And... I totally see where you're coming is what I'm saying. Or I totally well, see you coming. What did I say? That doesn't sound good at all, does it? Phrasing, Johnson. No, it actually sounds pretty bad. Yeah, that's really bad. Uh, There's something happening in Upper Butthole. You got to come check it out and do the thing. Somebody ate his bum chicken. Well, I was at one of those parties, and Jenny said it would be funny if she peed on me and then the dog came and humped my leg and then before you knew it we were putting popcorn in our vaginas no 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 the worst part is that someone ate his bum chicken old dong long dong big dong all military dong and i was like oh man this is the life i'm gonna have just, see, just, we're just gonna be throwing down in the shower just dongs out i'm like i'm out hey cut your hair short like you did back in your coffee shop days and i'll shave these giant enormous monkey pits that i have what if it was out the butt like a ponytail <laughs> Oh right. my gosh, look Check at the wiener the on that. What is the one guy doing on the... What's he look, doing look, with There's it? this one guy who's balancing like a candle holder on his erect dong. Yeah. Yeah. There's so another one. It's looks like, like he was smoking and then he felt like, well, my dong needs a hit too. So we'll... <laughs> it's, it's this guy who's like clearly redefining the term choking the chicken. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, I'll... look at the balancing guy. I will... He's like, well, I use it for reproduction, <laughs> peeing, and holding up my notes for the theater. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. That, that went on really for good. a long time. That was a two that and a half a minutes. Long one. That was a two and a half oh, minutes. Wow. Two, two. I mean, because those clips are really short. Yeah. That's a lot of clips, man. Two oh minutes, my. 30 seconds. It was a beast. I uh, can't believe that. See, when I hear the things Scott say and John says, yeah. It's funny hearing it again. I don't remember it. That's funny. But when I hear the things I say, I'm like, I didn't say that. <laughs> Do you guys feel that way too? Oh, all, the like, yeah, all the time. All the time. Yeah. Like, what did I ever say? I never had a ball in my mouth. Like, I know, like that. Oh, I, mean, I know, I dude. I when I said, when I was talking like, about some girls putting popcorn in their vaginas, what am I doing? What is that? Oh, you, by the way, great Morty. There's a real Morty prayer. We're going to a party. Oh. <laughs> and I guess there's a girl with a vagina. <laughs> I guess there's a girl. <laughs> and I have popcorn I and guess. I'm not sure what to do with it. He really gave this a lot of thought. There's <laughs> uh, a girl. Uh, I think she has a vagina. Dude, great, right. great Morty, dude. I loved it. Oh, that was great. Thank you, Jamie, for that. Usually does this stuff for TMS, but uh, certainly welcome here if you feel no, like But that. the great thing about that mashup, too, is like <laughs> sometimes mashups lean more on one person than the other. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just how they go. Listen to lots. Sure. That was a perfectly well balanced trifecta of laughter. For oh yeah, all three of yeah. Them. Had a had a nice combo three way. We had a real good three way going there. <laughs> <laughs> we got together. We agreed. Uh-huh. We set out boundaries, and then we just went for it. Safety words. And then we all learned that stuff. nothing. Yep, we learned nothing, <laughs> and now we're making new material for him to use next time. So there you go. Uh, well done, Jamie. We appreciate it. Hey, that's gonna do it for today's show, everybody. I hope you enjoyed yourselves. Why don't you go play some of this for? Uh, open it real quick. Oh, yeah, here it is again. Welcome to Wee Township. You're going to enjoy staying here. Let's go ahead and get you started by building a farmhouse. 
Can't have a farm without a farm. Hire this man. Yeah. Your farmhouse I, is going to be ready in the next five hours. I, if you or rush, you can give us four dollars and we'll build it faster. I know. See, it sucks, but that's okay because I just bought Dawn of Man, and uh, tomorrow I'm going to play that game and uh, see if I can't get my caveman on. So, wish me luck, everybody. Uh, hey, if you're a longtime listener of the show, you might know that the great uh, the great way to support us is here. Oh yes, that's right. Go to Patreon.com. Slash core show and sign up. There's lots of cool stuff you can get in the mail, but you also get digital stuff, and it's a great way to support your favorite podcasters. That's again patreon.com slash core show. You can find us at frogpants.com slash core, and you can also message us there. So there's a big old link, click it, boom, you can send us your emails. We'll read them on the show. We had one today, but we ran out of time, so I'll save it for next week. We're at core pod on Twitter, John underscore Jagger. I'm at Scott Johnson, Bose at Bo Schwartz. That's gonna do it for this show. We'll be back for another one sometime soon. Probably next week is my thinking. Until then, for me, for John, for Bo, have a great week. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. It looks like you're going to milk some cows.